I used to produce movies. One critic called them European. I thought they were shit. Bullshit! We do not make B pictures here at Capitol. So it's kind of a psychic political thriller comedy with a heart. But it doesn't make any sense, okay? It's fucking stupid. Okay, there actually has to be something that happens that's actually funny. Now, what is the one thing if you put it in a movie, it'll be successful? Tits. That is funny. <laughs> I can take you through it step by step, explaining why your story stinks. But I won't insult your intelligence. There ain't no goddamn taste. Ain't no goddamn motion picture. Why are you still in character? So I guess welcome to our most adventurously recorded You're Gonna Hate It Yet. Yeah. This is us. Breaking quarantine. Yeah. And you can't be mad at us because we're essential workers. Or maybe you can be more mad at us? I don't know. Uh, I think you have to... Res- you you definitely have to respect us. You can yes. probably be mad at us. Yes, you can. You can. You know what? Go ahead. Be there mad. are a lot of reasons to be mad. At yeah, there are. This is this is the stupidest fucking stretch of road in Montgomery County. Yeah. So this is we we're recording outside because we're together. We can actually use the like the microphone that we bought for podcasting. Yep. Which has the downside of you being able to actually hear the environment around us. Yeah. Like the last episode we recorded, I was also in my backyard, but like I was using like my AirPods, so you couldn't hear anything more than six inches away from me. Yes. We're not using like a professional Yeti microphone, so you can hear everything. You can hear every goddamn thing. You can hear every asshole burning out their goddamn. Transmission on um, on on this road here. I don't know if that's what they're burning out. Anyway, uh, yeah, no, it, it's kind of nice actually because you can hear like a lot of like bugs and shit, mm-hmm. which is cool, and I think that gives it a certain ambiance. And also, I feel like you know, then you just have a bunch of people just like, just like, just really, just a bunch of twenty-year-olds trying to be cool. Yeah, and burning out their engines. Just just absolutely just destroying their engines, destroying their brakes, because you know they're not, like, coasting to a stop. They're, like, jamming on that shit. They're, like, road-runnering at every single stoplight. Every pedal is getting slammed. Every pedal is getting slammed. They're just... It's just... It's a way that you drive, which, honestly, I can't critique them for. I will, but I can't, because that's exactly who I drove at 20. And then uh, I grew the fuck up. I didn't have a car with an engine that impressive. Like, I was just driving, like, my mom's borrowed station wagon. Oh, yeah, no. This is how I drove a Honda Pilot. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, this is not how I drove, like, a cool car. Um, but, yeah, no. Now, so we were talking in the car on the way over here. What's it called? About uh, about how there aren't quests anymore. And about how I... I there have I, never been quests. Well, we, I think there have been quests. What's it called? There's definitely a time of more quests. No. Okay, first of all, you say we were talking about, which... But what you mean, you just started talking about how you miss quests? Yeah. You're nostalgic for quests? Yeah. Like, hmm. The, it's always been just, ugh, I gotta go to work today. It's just, the work was like, I'm tilling the farm again. Yeah, but... Or you, if you go farther back, gotta find some berries somewhere. Yes, is that, I hope I don't die eating yeah. these. I'm probably that, gonna shit weird at the very least. It's so crazy to think about how, like, most of human existence was literally, gotta go find some berries. Yeah. Like the that vast is, majority. The vast majority of human existence was gotta go find some berries. And you know what? Honestly, I mean, listen, folks, we're going back to that. 
there's nothing you can do about it, and that's gonna be the era of quests. And I will survive. Rob doesn't think I will, but I have a certain X factor. Okay. <laughs> Started doing this thing where you say that, and you like you hold up your arms in an X like you're on the like X Men X Two X Men United DVD cover. I might as well be. I yeah. might as well be because I'm a hero, just like them. Because you are I'm not a... Wolverine. I am. Well, no, I'm not because just... Wolverine's an incel. I'm a Volcel warrior. No, you're just Canadian. I'm, psych I'm psychic. That's the that's the only commonality I am Canadian. between that the is, two of you. You're Canadian. Called? We're Canadian. We're we're cool. We got cool hair, right? We call people bub. You know, I call people bub. You should all the time. you should grow that like immensely stupid Wolverine haircut where you like have like two faux hawks so they look like horns. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's so funny that like he just because you know like I think canonically he's also like five foot four or something like that. Yeah, he's supposed to be a little manlet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a total. Yeah, he's just a. Well, total actually, I don't. I don't remember if it's that he's supposed to be a manlet or that Hugh Jackman just is a manlet, and so for the movies they kind of just had to turn into that skid. No, no. Like, I feel like that might be one of those things where like people were really mad about the casting of Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. So like he's tiny. Yeah, Wolverine is like a big guy. No, See, I I think it's the opposite. I think Hugh. You Jack think Hugh Jackman was typecast as a manlet? Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, Are we even sure he is a manlet? I, don't, I mean, neither I, one I, of us know. I know I'm stereotyped, but one, he's an actor, so just That's most true. likely, That's like true. probably a manly. That's and true. he's like, he's like a, he's done like Broadway. He's like a theater kid actor. He is a theater kid. Yeah. They, they, oh God. God damn it. Oh, you lost your yarmulke. I lost my, I lost my yarmulke. I that don't have enough a, hair to have a. That clip. is not a tactic, tactical yarmulke. It is not. I'm gonna start wearing the other one. I'm gonna start wearing the Aladdin again. Jesus. No, but what's it called? No, that's the thing though. Is that what's it called? Like, uh, I forgot what I was gonna say. Point. My favorite example of that is Tom Cruise, who is famously like four foot nine, yeah. being yeah. cast to play Jack Reacher. Yes. Which is not a property I had any familiarity with before the, the movie, but like the one thing like his one defining thing is he's a big dude. Yes. Like that's the that's that's his whole character as much as I understand. He's a big dude. He's like seven feet tall. Like should be in the NBA. Yeah, yeah. And they had to like CGI Tom Cruise on like every one of it, the shots yeah. to make him look like, he's not, like, a member of the Lollipop Guild. Yeah, that, that's one of the most torturous things about Tom Cruise is that, I mean, besides all the other torturous things about Tom Cruise. but about, It's a like, long the, list. Well, it's a very long list. But, like, but like the fact that, like, he is, like, a legitimately, like, gifted actor and, like, and like is, like, really good in, like, action movies, but, like, also in, like, non-action movies and everything. And he's but, like, one of the still got, one of the few guys left who's just, like, I'm going to sacrifice my body for this. Yes, exactly. Yeah, like, still, like, does all strap, the stunts. Strap me to the side of a plane. Yes, exactly. Yeah, like, real, like, I mean, just insane. And he's, like, 50, right? But, like... But like, I think he's supposed to go to space for the next Mission Impossible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, legitimately just go to space. Like, that's so cool. He's, like, that's he's so like 55 now. Yeah, it's a, yeah. He's like, he's like, he's like almost as old as, like, my dad. And just like, and just like, but like, but like, because he's just, but God cursed him to just be so short. That yeah. like, in everything I ever watch in it, I just, I automatically start looking for the tricks that they're playing to try to make him look taller. Yeah. Like, in every movie he's in, I'm just being, I'm just like, I'm just like, all right, yeah, you could tell he's as tall as her. Like, every single movie. Like, it's very cool. It's very cool to, like, just be, like, like, very good at something, but just cursed in one way. Kind of like Salieri. So, I, I think one of, probably his, like, best actual, like, actor performance, which he doesn't always give, he gives a lot of, like, movie star performances, which is a little different than, like, acting. Yeah. I mean, he's very good as a movie star. He's got, like, charisma falling out of his ass. Yeah. Like, you know, 
he's clearly an insane person. Yeah. But there's still a part of me that's like, that guy's cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like I would hang out with him. I would not but, like, be upset. He can actually act sometimes when he wants to. Like, the best example of that is Magnolia, the like the Paul Thomas Anderson movie, where he yeah. plays like an actual character. Like, he, he plays like a villain, really. He's this like uh, Frank T.J. Mackey, who's this yeah. like like really out there like anti-feminist pickup artist dude yeah. whose whole shit is like you know destroy the pussy own yeah. the pussy destroy the pussy exactly like, a cool guy <laughs> a cool guy who but, has views we agree with and like you know the, like it's it's a big ensemble movie but like the, the arc of his story is really getting into like the the psychological trauma that made him this way where he was like deeply scarred by his his father who was like an abuser and like yeah. you know, they get into all that, but there's a part of it's just like you don't need all that. He's just he's a short guy. He's yeah, overcompensating. Exactly. Yeah, that's, no, yeah, that's yeah. all it you, is. You yes, you don't need to. You don't need to bring in uh, uh, Jason Robards to play like a an abusive like TV producer. No, no, it's just this is like this is like real short guy hours. Just, yeah, I. I, fe- I feel emasculated, so I will destroy the pussy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm gonna God wear is a headband. Ju- pets, like exactly. Just uh, prance around on stage yelling about. Yelling about just how women are the enemy and must yeah. be destroyed. Like, yeah. approach dating is like a tactical situation. Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah, no, it's yeah. Just, it's just that's just short guy mindset. That's all it is. Yeah, it's, I mean, I mean, like, I mean, like Rob and I. You would know. I, I, how I was legitimately about to say we were the same height, and now, <laughs> now I, I physically can't. Uh, Rob, yeah, you can't lie to yeah, the people. Yeah, Rob, Rob literally is sweating right now from the impotent rage of being approximately five foot six uh, in boots. Yeah, uh, that is Rob right now. Versus I, I uh, uh, played basketball for Duke. What's it called? So yeah, they were the ones. They, they were the only ones who would take you. Well, well, yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, no, they needed. They, Duke, Duke is required to have. Uh, one incredibly unlikable white guy on their team at all times. I thought they were required to have five incredibly unlikable, unlikable white, white guys, guys on their team, team at yeah. all times. Yeah. Yeah. That is the Duke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what is? That's the Duke mindset. That really, that really is the Duke. Like, yeah. did they make a whole documentary about how everyone hates JJ Reddick? Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Which honestly, yeah, checks out. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, mean, I feel. I feel like the, the creation of college basketball was just like. Like a vast white guy conspiracy to like invent like a yes invent some kind of like some kind of like ostensibly respectable form of basketball in what in which like average height white dudes could could compete. Yes, exactly. No, yeah. no, that is exactly what it was. Yeah. yeah, because anyone with talent is gone in a year. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. They're no, they're immediately gone, and then playing like 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 anyone on your college basketball team with any sort of talent is gone in a year and is so it's on like, the bench. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, like so it's that's sta- the level. It's stacked towards like. Dudes who are like pretty good, but not yeah. like NBA level, who like play together for four years so they can actually like develop a system. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, and it's fun. Like that's what's fun about college ball is that like because like because like at the NBA level, like I never really was a big NBA guy because like every time I watch the NBA, I'm just like all of these guys are insanely good at basketball. Yeah. Like just so like like you never... want an inferior product. Sometimes. Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's it's like thing. watching ma- minor league baseball. Like, yes. I like minor league baseball. It's yeah. It's dumb as hell. Yeah. Like, no, and, no, that's part of the reason why hockey is so great is because hockey, like, they would just sign legitimately bad hockey players, <laughs> but they were just like really, but fighting is a part of the game. Right. So they just signed guys who were basically just boxers. Yeah. But like could not skate, like could not like were what we call benders because they're like you literally some of them like what was his name? Brashear? Sometimes that motherfucker would skate and his goddamn legs would be like pointed inwards. Like he I mean <laughs> couldn't he's supposed to be a professional hockey player. But no he could fight, so that was it. Yeah. So he just got to be a professional hockey player. Yeah. Like and then you have him next to like I mean then you have a guy like 
fucking Sidney Crosby, who, you know, to, to hate him, but, like, it legit, like, just... So, just I know so nothing cool. about hockey. Hockey. I know that he's like doing ballet. Yeah. Exa- oh, yeah. No, it's insane. Like, what, like, like, like. I mean, that's while having like just the most like traumatic brain injuries possible outside of like Iraq veterans and like football linemen. Yeah. No, that's the other. Thing I, about- I do not. Nec- I do not believe he can spell his name yes. anymore. No, yeah. No, that's the other thing about hockey too, is because you get to see these these like men who are like legitimately like like just. Just going out there and just doing insane things with yeah. the sport, right? Like they're skating, they're they're stick handling, they're everything, they're they're it positioning is everything is beauty, pure and, beauty. And then just a fucking doofus from goddamn Peterborough, Ontario, just some idiot named like named like I don't know, Gordon. Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. No. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, named Gordon, Gordon McGordon. Gordon. Oh my god, I was literally about to say Gordon McGordon. Yes. <laughs> I'm honestly not sure that that's not someone in the NHL right now. Or at least there is someone playing hockey in at least like the AHL or some sort of like or like the Ontario Hockey League or whatever that is named Gordon McGordon. But anyway, no. Yeah, some guy like that will just come along and just literally bam, they're out half the season. Like yeah. just will and that's kind of the beautiful thing about hockey. It's just literally like what if Fight Club was a sport? Right? Like just destroying something beautiful. I was there when Sidney Crosby got his uh, fucking, like, when he got just owned at the fucking Winter Classic. And I saw it, and I'm going to say it was a good hit. That's my opinion. It was a good hit. But, like. Literally, literally have no idea what you're talking about. He just, he just, like, was like, it was like, uh, like, he, his, like, head was down for a second. He just looked up, and then I think it was Carlson got him. Just, like, fucking, just, just laid him out and just demolished him. And just, like, it, like Carlson's, like, I think it was Carlson. It, it, the guy who did it was, like, a decent player, but, like, but, like, Sidney Crosby is, like, See, one of the I best feel like in the, the league. Invent, the invention of hockey is, is really, like, I, I, I know that obviously it predates this, but it just the, the, the whole, like, existence of hockey feels to me like the existence of college basketball. We're, like, we, yeah. need, a, we need a sport yeah. where, like, we can just take out our physical, physical aggression but not have to de- not, have, not have to deal with, like, dudes like, who look like Michael Strahan. Who exactly. Who literally, like, eat me for dinner. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Yes. No. This is, we're, we're setting it on ice as, like, kind of an equalizer. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Yes. And we, then- we have to invent, invent a sport that you need a membership at a ice rink to practice. Exactly. We need yes. to set some sort of financial and skill barrier so that yes. we we get to hit people for once. Exactly. Yes. Rather than just being hit. Just all the time. And that's the thing, is that like is that like the one of the funniest uh, things has been like all the Europeans now coming and playing? Because it used to just be like all like American and Canadian, right? Mm-hmm. Now you have all these Europeans come who all just like practice hockey and so they're just got good at hockey and they don't have like there's not like like there's a whole code in hockey about like how you act on the ice and everything mm-hmm. it's insufferable but like i was well, very baseball in- has the same thing yeah 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 but and i'm sure as you were like a big baseball guy like i was very into the code like, oh I- no i was always like fuck the cardinals you yeah. know fuck all that noise like i i love bat flips like there are people who who the whole mission is life in life is to make baseball as boring as possible. Yeah. I love it when they're like, let's inject some personality into this. Oh, no, no. The code in hockey is about, like, telling, oh, you hit our star player? I'm going to go fucking end your game right now. Oh, that's, no. That's the, the code the, in the hockey. Code, the code in baseball is some, like, real Midwestern mind sh- mindset oh, shit. Where it's, like, just, you will display no emotion. Oh. You know, you will you will be polite at all times. You know. It, really? I mean, not, 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 ex- I'm not framing it exactly that. It's, because it's not, it's not polite, it's not respect, it's like, because, you know, baseball is a sport with a proud tradition of screaming at the umpire, and like, or, or like pitchers like screaming at their manager as they try and pull them. Yeah. Like, that, that is fine. Anger is fine. It's personality, it's celebration. Like, you can't have fun. 
you can be angry. That's the one acceptable emotion. You can't yeah. have fun. Like, oh yeah. There's this big thing in like Asian baseball and like the and like Latin American baseball where like after you like hit a home run, you just throw the fucking bat up in the air. You flip it. You know, <laughs> just as like yeah, it's like the <laughs> equivalent of like yeah. a like an end zone dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are like so many American baseball fans. Like like to them, that is like pissing on the holy grail. Oh my god. There there's like. There's like, like like you just need to kind of I hit a home run just nod and like je- quietly yeah. round the bases. Yeah. No, no, it is a thing in hockey. If you celebrate too much after a goal, like someone will fuck you. Like, like, but that's the thing though is that like the equalizer in hockey, it isn't like scoring. It's like no, we're gonna tool you up for doing that. Yeah. Like, and that's the thing. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, no. I remember like literally getting told like as a child by coaches like go out there and fucking hit somebody right now. Mm-hmm. Like we need to fucking change the momentum. Because that's the thing. It's such a momentum based game that like yeah, you just gotta go out there. I literally was told by a coach go out there and hurt someone. This is in, <laughs> this was in high school. And yeah. you know what I did? I immediately went out there and hurt someone. Yeah. Immediately. And then was celebrated for it. So, God, what a sport. Dude, sports are so great. I fucking... Are you going to watch football now that they changed the Redskins' name? I, that's that's not the reason I stopped. That's not the like, reason I, you stopped. I, I don't really watch many sports at all anymore just because I don't yeah, have well, time. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. Like, you and I have talked about this. Like, it's yeah. just like you get older and like... I have room. I, I don't have room for as many hobbies as I used to have. Exactly, that's one of the ones that fell aside. And that's the thing is that that's what it, like it's so. And funny. if there was one I was going to find time for, it would be baseball. And then, like, if I really had more time, than basketball. Yeah, but yeah, football is like way down on the list. Yeah, I think football for me is the one that I would go back to just because. I mean, it's 16 games. You know what I mean? Like that's so simple. Right. Like hockey, so right. It's 16 games, and they and they overwhelmingly take place like on the weekend. Yeah. You know, versus like hockey is like. It's it's not I mean it's not like baseball like how many games there are right and yeah. like baseball like I know like you don't have to watch every game yeah I mean that's kind of the nice thing about it like yeah. you can just you can dip in in baseball yeah, and yeah. Just, like it's like watching like Seinfeld reruns mm-hmm. and but then you get to like October and the playoffs and it is just the most stressful thing in the world yes. So, yes. like it is somehow more stressful to watch like seven games where like half the games are like. 15 innings uh-huh. than to watch like just one like elimination game in yeah. football. I don't know why. Just maybe, it, no, maybe, it maybe it is you're just right. training. But you're, yeah, no, but you're right. I mean, no, that's the thing because like when I the the, the perfect system I developed. Like, I, I oh go ahead. The, go Na- ahead. the Nats are my team. I could not watch most of their playoff run. Oh yeah. Some I mean a lot of that was just like I again I just didn't have time or just you know. I, I'm a bad fan. Like, I'm openly a bad fan. But I, 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 like, tried to watch most of the World Series. But, like, the games that I saw, I watched every game that they lost and none of the games that they won. Yeah. No, let's go. What? You can come out. It's you okay. You can come out. What is this? All right. So, my roommate now knows about this podcast. So she ma- was... She was... Immensely excited about that. She was she, angry that she didn't already know yes. about it. She said to me, she said to me, well, Rob's so funny. And, and then, I mean, you're also really funny. And I said to her, you don't know. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know if I'm funny. What's it called? I guess, well, well Kara actually, because I know Kara better. And, and, and she did not, she did not back up that I was funny. So I'm going to say right now. Yeah. What's it called? Kara, you're on the enemies list. No, you're not. What's okay. it Be nice. I will be, no, 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 there's, there's Our roommates hearts. are great. I'm going to miss them a great. lot when they move out. Yeah. 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 I'm legitimately no, going to miss them a lot. Yeah. There's a part of me that's, like, excited for them getting to move in together. Yeah, like, yeah. That's also very It's going to be awesome. That is cool. But, anyway. Well, so, where are they moving to? Uh, street uh, name? Uh, location? <laughs> <laughs> I 
Okay. I don't like your obsession with addresses. But <laughs> we're now twenty minutes in. We've got to get okay, started. Okay. Okay. I don't know if anyone. I don't know if I've said this on the thing. You're just ignoring me. What's it called? No, I am. No, 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 no. Because no. folks, here's a great bit. Find out someone's address, and whenever you leave them a voicemail, just make sure you read out their address. Except every time you've done that to me, you've gotten it wrong. Well, that's because I got less the zip code wrong. But I did that to Jared, and I read out uh, his mother's address. Uh, which before you. you got, You gotta pause when people are burning out, right? right That's the thing. I assume yeah. I'm going to be able to talk louder than them. No, but our <laughs> friend Jared, I've been doing this thing where we've been playing phone tag, and every time I leave him a message, I just read out his mother's address. Which, before, calm down, she's like one of my neighbors, basically. So, like, that's how I know her address. But it's still, that's the thing. Remember what we say on this podcast, folks, and I think you said it first. Rob said it first. This was Rob's. And we quote Rob, uh, everyone has an address. Remember that. Okay. Hello, and welcome to You're Gonna Hate It. This is a... I'm Rob. I'm also Rob. He's Matt. I'm Caitlin. <laughs> so every week we... Uh, uh, initially the setup was we would give each other movies we thought the other one was going to hate. But that you succeeded in that. I never really did. Yeah. And then we we started this month to do this thing where we kind of reverse roles and you give, low, you give highbrow movies, I give lowbrow movies. But I feel like we already abandoned this. Yes. Because we made it one week because we are going to be talking about... Starship Troopers and Showgirls, yes. two movies from the master Verhoeven. Yes. Who, if you're not, if you're not in on it, is is just legitimately one of the most important like, directors of the '90s. Just I would say of, of any, all time of any era. I, I, I would legitimately say one of my. He's made some yes. of my absolute yes. favorite movies. I, I would say if you're like ranking directors, like I mean, look, he's gonna be in my top ten, but I would say like of all time, like I don't know, like. You know, we're talking like you know, like 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 about 120 years of like film, mm-hmm. right? I mean, like I'm saying, the man's in the top 20. Just for like what he puts out is such a specific product that like, I mean, I think he's one of the most underrated directors of all time. And and, and that's the thing, I know. But they're, he's they're, fetid. Yeah, he should be fetid more. Okay, is what I'm saying. But so yeah, I mean, we're doing this thing where I I basically wanted to take August off and just give some like fun, easy movies, and like thought about giving you Starship Troopers just because it is. You know, it is like there is a, a critical movement to like you know recognize this as one of the best movies of the '90s. Um, yeah. But you know, it is it's Starship Troopers. It was a no. huge flop. You know, which is insane. It's but. not. I actually don't think it's insane. Like this is not a movie that most people want to see. Well, yeah. But, well, okay, that's true. But so, so I was like, no, I. But it, it is legitimately, I think, a masterpiece. It is one of the greatest movies about fascism ever made. Easily. Um, Easily. So I was like, it, I think it's legitimately too good to give during this month. Yes. So I'm actually going to save that for later. I'm going to, you know, I, I feel fine putting this next to, like, Bergman and yeah. Ozu, everyone else. This is, yeah, this Ozu, is a masterpiece. Yeah, Ozu. Yeah. yeah, Ozu. Ozu and Orzo. Ozu, o- Orzo. Is that another director? No, that's pasta. Okay, that is. Ozu. Okay. Is that what Orzo is? Yeah. It's a pasta? I thought it was a rice. It's kind of it. It occupies kind of a weird middle ground. It's but, it's what the people. Whenever people get it at the grocery store, I always look at them and I'm just kind of like, it's in the pasta aisle. Yeah, yeah. Well, again, folks, I work at the grocery store, so believe me, I know where it is. All right, don't you worry about me, Rob. I know where it is. I work in the grocery store. I'm in the industry. Okay. Anyway. I'm in two industries. So. But, you know, you assigned me Showgirls, so I was like, okay, let's do a Verhoeven double feature. Let's do so a Verhoeven double feature. After this, I'm getting back to, we got two more weeks this month. I'm giving you two more easy movies. Yeah. But but this month, we are talking about the text of all texts. Yes. Starship Troopers. Yes. Roll that trailer. Roll that trailer. Roll, Roll that trailer. 
Roll the trailer. Roll the trailer. In every age, there is a cause worth fighting for. But in the future, the greatest threat to our survival will not be man at all. Tomorrow must travel across the stars to defend our world. We are a generation commanded by fate to defend humankind. Everyone fights, no one quits. We are going in with first wave. You smash the entire area. You kill anything that has more than two legs. You get me? We get you, sir. But they will face an enemy more devastating than any ever imagined. takes you to the front lines of the next frontier. Kill them all! Starship Troopers. I f eh, I'll, I'll take a tie. You'll take a tie? Yeah. Roll the trailer. Well, I'm just going to put it in after the tie. I'll put it in after the tie. Okay. So... Can you tie a tie? Can I tie a tie? Yeah. Like a necktie? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm i under a sneaking suspicion, so I technically can, but I'm under a sneaking suspicion that what I think I'm doing isn't actually how you tie a tie, but it just works. Because every time I've ever worn a tie, it's always been like, oh, your tie's all fucked up. I believe that. So, yeah. It's, yeah. So, yeah, so, but I just started doing clip-ons, and honestly, I don't understand why everyone does it. Okay. Anyway, so... So there, there are, I think, I think everyone will know, there have been some, like, you know, I, I usually try and do some sort of, like, intro spiel with any of my movies, but I think anyone who's listened to this will know, sometimes I half-ass it. Sometimes I'm, like, all prepped to, to go with, like, 30 minutes on, like, Soviet editing techniques. Or, oh, like, my God. What? I just saw your notes. There's not that many. Oh, but... my God. <laughs> oh, my God. There's not that many. He had to scroll, folks. <laughs> God. Yeah, no, this is this is this is a movie that looks like a dumb movie but is 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 a really smart movie that is commenting on dumb movies. All right, folks, so, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to let I'm going to I'm going to sit back. Is it all right if the cigar burns that? Oh no, we're going to take that you off. You can take the you can take the the tab off. Is that what that's called? No, it's not. I just couldn't think of the word. What's it oh. called? You can't think of a lot of words. I'm going to lay back, folks, and I'm going to let Rob take the ship. So yeah, so they're first made Rob. Go ahead. Shut the fuck up. I'm the captain. So, shut the fuck. I am the captain. I am the captain. <laughs> so anyway, it's so sad that dude. That dude, like, yeah. who plays that guy, was like a total non-professional actor. Was like yeah. hired off the street. Got nominated for an Academy Award for that performance, justifiably. And then I think like had to like go back to being a taxi driver in like Minneapolis. That's so sad. Yeah. That's so sad. Hollywood is a diseased place. Yeah. 
I mean, it, yeah, I mean, it doesn't. It's not totally surprising that Hollywood doesn't make a lot of movies with room for like a Somali, like a guy who like yeah. has a thick Somali accent. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. like, still, it's so funny that we look. Dude back is a at, great like, actor. I Hollywood. can't remember yeah. his name. But. No, oh no, me neither. Well, it's probably something Somali, and it's like, it's like, oh man. Yeah, you know what I mean? Please don't, please don't guess. Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. Yeah, that's what's right. But you know what I mean? But, like, it's so funny, like, when you're talking about all these movies, like, uh, like who's the guy, the Hungarian guy, Dracula? What's it called? <laughs> yeah, we talked about him, and we talked about, Bella like... Bela Lugosi. Bela Lugosi, yeah. We talked about, like, how hard it is when you got an accent and, like, oh, you're getting yeah. typecasted. Right, but we talked about... I feel like we talked about that on the last one, or whichever one we did that on. It's two ago. It's two ago. Who can... Who keeps count? What's it called? We talked about where it was, like, kind of, like as this thing that like used to happen in Hollywood and it like totally still very much still very much does anyway so I was saying there have been some presentations I have phoned in like honestly I have been kicking myself about Gremlins 2 like all week you should have been like I really phoned that in that's like a great movie that like deserves discussion yeah and like I just yeah Again, I was great. Again, my, my inclination was I'm gonna I'm gonna take August off, so I didn't really show up with anything prepared. You know, I still think we had a good discussion about it, but yeah. like, well, I was we, there. We could have could have gone a lot of deeper a lot deeper on that movie. But Starship Troopers, I'm showing up prepared because this is again it is it is a movie that it came out. You know, it Verhoeven like so he's he's a uh, a Dutch director. He's from the Netherlands originally. Had a whole career in the Netherlands making like. You know, making fairly successful, like, Dutch dramas, you know? I, I, I'm not super familiar with his, like, pre-Hollywood career. Um, my understanding <coughs> is that they're much more, like, straight dramas, yeah. you know? Um, I've seen some of his, like... So he, he was in Hollywood for, like, most of the 90s. He goes back to Europe um, after that. Uh-huh. I've seen one of his, like, European movies, L, which came out in 2016. Uh, yeah. Which is, like... A, no way you've seen it. But, no, I have not. Yeah. Great, great movie. Um, but is like, you know, there's certainly like some shared DNA with like the, the satires he was making in Hollywood. Yeah. Like it is this like it's it's a movie that's that's touching on like ultra topics, but in much less of a like cartoonish, like, every, absurd way. Like his his whole so like the the movies that he's known for, his Hollywood movies are like RoboCop. Yes. And Total Recall. Yes. And Showgirls, which we'll talk about in a moment. Yes, we will. And Starship Troopers, yeah. which are all movies where he, like, he takes these, you know, ultra topics, like, you know, like, violence and sex and, yeah. like, things that are present in other movies but, like, kind of get sanded down in a way. So, you know, so they're smoother. Yeah. That, you know? That's a perfect way of putting it. Like, 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 like these are all, the, like, he's not exploring anything necessarily new, but... But, 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 but he turns up the absurdity in things and the mm-hmm. brutality. Yes. So that you, you kind of have to confront, yes. like, the actual, again, just just the brutality of these things that are, like, commonplace in Hollywood movies. Yeah. But, like, but like finds the, like, the exploitation and the... And, and makes you feel uncomfortable with these things. Like, yes. RoboCop is, you know, like, it's, it's a movie about policing. Yes. You know, but it turns up the all, you know, the brutality of the violence, the absurdity of the situation. You know, it's it's got like anti-capitalist critiques in yep. it. You know, yep. he, he finds like the the ideological valences in these things that already exist and then turns them up yes. so that you're forced to confront them. Yes. Yes. And um, I and I and I have and I have uh, I, I have something to say about kind of what he does in a lot of these movies uh, later, but 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 I want you to go into your spill first because I have I have a thing about them that I realized while watching uh, specifically Starship Troopers mm-hmm. was was where it really hit me, uh, and I think it had to do with the fact that I I saw it uh, like like seeing it with Showgirls because I saw them 
I think like with like one day apart. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I saw them almost like yeah, I think back me too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which for me, like watching like two movies like that close together, <laughs> it's like about as close as we've done. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I am. This is a this has been a renaissance for me actually watching movies. Yeah. Yes. I mean, me too. Like I, I have watched way more movies because of this than I was like since film school. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, partially that's just quarantine and having less going on. Yeah. But like still, like I'm going out of my way to like watch movies yes. to talk about on this. Exactly. Like, which is, it's a nice feeling. I like being back there. Me too. But anyway, so. so he, I was in film school. So this is, <laughs> so this is the movie he actually made after Showgirls. Yeah. Like Showgirls, like, again, like Robocop was a hugely successful movie. What, what, what is Robocop? Is that, uh, what, what It's year? late 80s. That's late, yeah, yeah, that's before we're born, yeah. Yeah. But uh, so it's he's got like some some cachet, and like he spends a lot of that on Showgirls, which is a, we, we'll get to sorry, it. In sorry, real quick, what is it? It's RoboCop, total no, it's Total Recall, RoboCop, Showgirls, and then Starship Troopers. Yes, yes. I think Hollow Man might be. I think Hollow Man might be his follow up to Starship Troopers. Hollow Man, yeah, Hollow Man's two thousand. Yeah, because okay. I remember because my dad had a an illegal black box uh, parody, but apparently, allegedly, my dad had an illegal black box which yeah. would play free uh, on-demand movies, yeah. and that's how I saw Hollow Man. That's, that's so I've one, seen Hollow Man. <laughs> yeah, that's the one of his Hollywood movies I haven't seen. Wow. Um, but, yeah, so anyway... It's, it's rough. We'll get into Showgirls in a minute, but it, it was like, you know, it was, it was an expensive movie. Like, he, he had a budget to work with on that yeah. one. Because, again, he after RoboCop, like, he, he was a name. Yeah, you know? yeah. That was, a, that was a big movie. So yeah. He, so he got to, like, spend some money, and, like, yeah. the movie flunked. Yeah. Showgirls was not a hit. No. And so Starship Troopers is a much cheaper movie. Like those, like it's it's you know it's supposed to be a big budget sci-fi movie, but like the CGI in it kind of sucks. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not impressive, but mm -hmm. but it's fine. It's functional. Yeah, it, it works. It's not yeah. distracting. I'll, I'll get into it more in a second, but I think it actually works for what he's doing. Yeah, um, and practical effects. There, I mean, there's a lot of CGI. In there's it, a lot but, of CGI, but like, yeah, but like, yeah, I mean, they have like actual blood. Like, yeah, just real quick, CGI blood, a fatwa. On whoever yeah. invented CGI blood, yeah. a fatwa. I want on some you. real squib work. I want like honestly. This is like, a, this is an incredibly gory movie. Yes, this it's so gory. It's yeah. so gory. We yeah. can talk about that. Sorry. Yeah. Do your thing. Do your yeah. thing. I'm gonna shut the fuck up. Do your thing. But what he's doing in this movie, um, so it, I think it's important to note Verhoeven again is Dutch and grew grew up as a child while the Netherlands was occupied by Nazi Germany. Yeah, yeah. He grew up during the occupation. Yeah. Um, and during, like, the liberation and the bombing and everything. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. He, yeah. He had, like, a, a, you know, front row seat to fascist occupation. Yes, yeah. And so I, 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 I tried to track down this quote, and I might be inventing it in my head, but I believe I have heard him describe... So this, this movie actually has a fairly famous commentary track, um, as, as famous as a commentary track can be. Yeah, Because yeah. this, as with Showgirls, this was also kind of a huge flop. Um, and like was was not critically well received at the time because people didn't like the reaction from a lot of people was just, they didn't really understand what he was doing. In a lot of cases, they they mistook, um, you know, he's satirizing fascism, but a lot of people just mistook it for fascism. Mm -hmm. You know, so that there were a lot of people who like Ebert, who is you know generally you know pretty with it as a critic, yeah. like usually gets what a movie is doing. So like I found this movie like very distasteful. Yeah. Um, did I tell you my dad's reaction to this movie? What was your dad's reaction? My dad's reaction was, damn, that was cool as shit. <laughs> yeah, I think there are also people who yeah. approach this unironically. And, like, we were talking earlier, like, there must be people with, like, death from above tattoos. Oh, yeah. Who, thought, who saw this and were like, I'm going to enlist. Exactly. Like, oh, yeah. It's really it's really hard to make an actual anti-war movie. Yes. Because, like, almost any anti-war movie ends up, you know, glorifying it to a certain extent. Like, Ex it's almost impossible not yeah. to. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I am someone who, like, watched Save it, Saving Private Ryan and then was like, 
It might be cool to be in the army. Oh yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, me too. Man. Yeah. I literally tried to join the army. Yes, <laughs> like that. Yes, I tried to be a troop. Yeah. yeah, like it's it's literally, and that's the thing. It's based off stuff like that because that's the thing. Because at a certain point, and this is j- just God. No, I want you to do your spiel and then no, I'll no, end no. up. Let's, let's well, no, 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 that's the thing. Is that like I feel like, 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 like this is almost a perfect anti-war movie because it does the thing that a lot of Americans, especially, are too chicken shit to do. And that is to show no, the troops are insane. Like not yeah. all of them, of course, but like that's that's something I want yes. to touch on. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yes, but, yes, but. So what what I was saying was just that it was you know this is not a movie that did well. It's a movie that again wasn't even received well by critics. Like yeah. it got mixed reviews, but like has there's since been a major critical reappraisal of it. Like I have seen like major film critics. Like I, one of the I think AV Club guys. I think it was Scott Tobias maybe. Scott? Yeah, I know. I know you don't know film I critics. Know it's fine. I know Scott like, Tobias. Le- le- I actually know that name. Which oh, okay. Is really upsetting. Well, like he's he's like a well-known film critic. If you're into film critics, well, yeah, like I, I know guy. who he is. So yeah. That's, yeah, yeah, that tells you something. That's but, a like, big endorsement. He he like unironically said this is the best Hollywood studio movie of the '90s. Um, which is at, at this point not a, you know, it's not a it's not a like totally out there opinion. No, like no. Um, but so what he's doing is. Again, he's someone who grew up under fascism. The way so, again, again, what I was originally trying to say was this is a fairly fairly famous commentary track because what he does in the commentary track is basically Verhoeven and the screenwriter Ed Newmyer, who I believe also wrote either RoboCop or Total Recall. I don't remember which one, but it was one of the two. Oh man, yeah, this is killing um, me. I forget which one. But it, they basically just lay out exactly what they were doing with the movie, which is we were making a movie about Nazis. You know, it's it's not a movie that is endorsing Nazis. It's a movie that's depicting Nazism. Like there is there is a difference between depiction and endorsement, and that's like something that I think a lot of people weirdly have trouble with. Like I think there are a lot of like I I'm not so, like I don't want to get into like a whole thing about cancel culture. Like yeah. there are a lot of people who deserve to be canceled. Yeah. But I think there is yeah, like in, you. <laughs> there are in some quarters like an idea that just depicting something nasty is like akin to endorsement like you can't yeah. show someone something bad yeah. because that's like i don't know giving it a platform or yeah, something which is such like a weird mentality to have i mean again there are people who who watch this movie and were like damn it would be cool to be in the mobile infantry yeah exactly well, but, yeah 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 but, but like those people are just dumb yeah and that's like going to happen regardless. Yeah, they're like, yeah. going to find that yeah, thing they're going the, they already believe that they're yeah. just looking for things to glom on yeah anyone who was at that who had that mentality and didn't see this movie 9-11 happened and then they joined up like you know what i mean like yeah, right. this is like yeah, exactly. They're just stupid people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but so I, I again, I don't remember if I'm inventing this quote, but I believe in the commentary track what he what he said that he was trying to do with this movie was make the kind of movie that the Nazis would have made if they had won the war. Mm-hmm. So again, what he's doing is he's essentially taking these like pre-existing like narratives that like you know that exist in like society that are like you know because again this is based on a Heinlein novel mm-hmm. um that is have you read Starship Troopers I have not read Starship Troopers but I but I but I am familiar with Heinlein insofar yeah. as like like I've, I've read like the Wikipedia thing yeah. and he is a fascist yeah the the original novel Starship Troopers which I have read is openly fascist yes like yes. I'm sure Heinlein wouldn't have described it as such himself yeah but it, it well most modern fascists don't yeah yeah but what it what it what it depicts is a society um, wherein the only people with political rights are people who have served in the military, uh-huh. and the uh, it it sort of glorifies this idea of a permanent 
you know, forever war to establish galactic racial supremacy. Mm-hmm. And that is something cool. That's something yes. to, be, to be aspired towards. Yes. Like, that's that's the ultimate expression of human society is just dominance. Mm-hmm. Which is fascism. Yes, yes, um, yes. And, like, forever war. And yeah, yeah. yeah that's, it's, there's not really a... So, the movie is, like, fairly loosely based on the novel. Like, there's not a whole lot of, like, actual, like, plot sim- similarity. Like, some of the character names are the same. Basically, what it takes is just th- that idea of what the ideal society looks like. Yeah. You know, just that, you know, that it's a movie about, you know, crushing bugs. Yes. That the ultimate, the ultimate expression of human civilization is just to be strong and crush bugs. Yeah. And what he does, again, is he, he plays up the absurdity of that. Like, he finds the brutality in it. Like, but he plays it straight. So, like, it, again, it's it's easy to see why people would be confused by this, because it's not a movie that, like, grabs you by the, the collar and is like, this is bad. It yeah. just kind of depicts it straight on. Yeah. And, like, you have to, like, realize, like, you have to pay attention to realize, oh, shit, this is insane. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I don't, like, if, if, if you have any kind of head, I don't think it's that hard to find. Mm. But it's it's not a movie where someone turns to the character and or turns to the camera and says, this is fascism and that's bad. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. it, it's, again, a movie that just depicts fascists. And, you know, the main characters are fascists. Yes. And so they're, you know, they're saying, this is cool. Yes. Um, this is cool. This is good. This is a good way to be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, like, you know, and like anyone that has... Anything kind of negative to say is seen like 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 Juan Rico's parents, mm-hmm. right? Johnny, Johnny Rico. Rico, sorry, the Johnny main character. Rico. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His parents who were like, who were like, you know, who, who are like, who are like wealthy, like uh, non-citizens, right? Right. They're you know? well off, but they did not serve in the military, so they're not actually citizens. citizens. Yes, yeah. they're civilians. Yes. Yeah. Which which is so funny that that is what a non-citizen is called is a civilian. You yeah. know, kind of further playing into this, but like, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, I mean, like their whole shtick. I mean, like, I remember like. Because this is so interesting to me, because, like, this is my... I don't know what how many times I've seen this movie, but I vividly remember the first time being like, God, what is his parents' problem? He just wants to serve. Right. You know what I mean? And that's, that is what the movie is trying to portray them as. But, but the, the... Yes, but, the, the, but there's a deeper point. The, the, and the, but it's, it's easy... It, it's possible to miss it because the yes. characters in the movie all, you know, kind of implicitly look as, at his parents as... Weak. Yes, exactly. You know, exactly. That's the they, perfect word. Yes. Yeah, they are portrayed as a feat. You mm-hmm. know, exactly. Um, they're, yeah. they're people who, you know, they're living this nice, comfortable life, but they won't set it on the line. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not willing to do and risk violence, you know, and therefore are weak, yeah. are, are contemptible. Yes, you know? exactly. Which is so funny because that's kind of how I view, because I, I had said that there was a time in my life when I was roughly around this age mm-hmm. where I actively started, like, contacting recruiters to join the military. Right. And, and, I had almost the exact rea- interaction with my parents that he had. Right. Where my parents, right, well-to-do, you know, civilians, right, mm-hmm. were like, "This is that's insane. What the fuck are you doing? You're going to go to this really good school. Like, mm-hmm. do not do this." Right. Right. And You're I was throwing like, your life away it, for for nothing. Exactly. I remember my dad saying, literally, like, "You are signing your life away. Like, Matt, you stop having rights. Like, you just yeah. become a." a body to them and I said and that and my whole thing was like this is about service this is about right. doing like literally I was Johnny Rico and then and, and it's so interesting to see the, the twist there being that like what happened was we left the recruiter's office right and my mom just started sobbing just right. started endlessly crying and as a Jew of course yeah. the, my kryptonite is my mother crying mm-hmm. and so I immediately gave that up and I went to the fancy school and yeah. then the biggest plot twist is that my dad actually joined the army <laughs> <laughs> and that was a major in the army 
But so. I, I think it's worth noting that that Johnny Rico, who's the main character in this movie, you know, he's the one who yeah. we're following his his arc, you know, yes. his journey from from civilian to citizen. Yes, really. um, exactly. So he, you know, he starts out as a high school student, and he's got this this teacher, you know, like a social studies teacher, played by the great Michael Ironside. Amazing. Great character actor. I, 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 I'd say probably top 50 character actors. There are a lot of them. You're, but you know you're, what I mean? you're throwing around these rankings all over yeah, the place. Yeah, exactly, yeah. You're really fast and loose with yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing, because there's so... I think, I think it's great. It, it's, it's perfectly fine to just say he's great. Yeah, but a rank him. Yeah. But, so the the movie begins really with this, you know, his arc starts as him as, as a, you know, Johnny Rico in this, uh, uh, Radzak is the teacher's yeah. name. He's in yeah. Radzak's class, and they're, they're sort of having this, this history lesson about yeah. why is... Why is it important that we only bestow citizenship onto veterans? Yes, after the failure of democracy. Right, that's literally, yeah, literally one of the literally lines. how it starts. They say yeah. the failure, it's one of the first lines in the movie. Yeah, democracy is a failure, yes. and then the veterans took over and set things right. Exactly, exactly. And that's what's presented. And Johnny Rico, he gives this answer, you know, he, he, Radzak asks him, you know, okay, why, why does it matter that, that there's a difference between civilians and citizens? And Johnny Rico gives this answer that's straight out of the textbook. And, like, there's clearly no passion behind it. Yeah. He's just literally, uh, yeah, something given has no meaning. You know, you have to earn it. And, like, I think the important thing to notice, to note about this movie, Johnny Rico, you know, the, this, the society has all this, like, philosophy behind it in terms of, like, you know, why it's important that we have this, you know, uh, this thing set up this way where strength and sacrifice is the only thing that matters. Violence and domination are the basis of everything. Like, you know, it's, again, it's about, citizenship has to be earned. You mm -hmm. have to be willing to, like, mm -hmm. you know, because because all political authority derives from force. So you have to be willing to exercise force. Yes, like, which, in, insane that they put that in the movie. Like, that was, that was a, that was It's a very explicit. It's, it's incredibly explicit, in a way but, that I've never seen before. But, but yeah. it's got, it, you know, they, they say all this shit, but Johnny Rico enlists clearly believing none of it. Yes. It's what he says, you know, he knows that's what he's yeah. supposed to parrot. Yeah. But the reason he enlists is that his girlfriend is enlisting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's it's purely like, oh, there's there's this, like, they have to put this sheen on it, but mm. the thing that actually gets teenagers to enlist in the army is that they want to impress a girl. Yeah, literally, the entire reason I wanted to enlist, yeah. right, is because I had this image of my head as me coming back in a uniform and some girl being like, huh. Like, literally, like, exactly. just, and it wasn't even a specific girl. Well, there was one specific girl. But basically, it was the idea that, like, yes, I will look impressive to girls. That yeah. girls will like me if I do this. Yeah. That was literally why I wanted to join the military. Right. And, it, again, it's subtle enough that you could miss it because ev everything everyone is saying is it's about service, it's about sacrifice, it's about dominance. Mm -hmm. But, again, the thing that motivates him pretty clearly is just... I want to keep getting laid. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I want to get laid because, you know, he's dating Denise Richards, yes. but she's not actually putting out. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. Very, very explicitly not putting out. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 then, uh, what's it called? No, and 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 and, and then, and, and uh, well, oh, fuck, I got nothing. Sorry, yeah. keep going. So, keep... so he, he does enlist, he goes to boot camp, and it becomes very clear very quickly just how stupid and brutal this society is. Yes. Yeah. Because like it's it's like the it's like the the full metal jacket thing of like we're just gonna break these people down to like make them anew and make them strong and subservient, but just again taken to the most absurd extreme. Yes. Like on day one, the drill drill sergeant like walks up to a recruit who isn't like sufficiently like respectful of him and just breaks his fucking arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they are openly like. How long is it gonna be that? Like even if your goal is to like get kids into combat, like. 
That kid now can't go into combat. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. He need his arm needs to heal. You yeah. are so like so dedicated to this idea of strength and subservience above all that it's it's not even like it's self-defeating. Yeah. Like this is a stupid society. Yes. Like they don't make it like entirely explicit in the movie, but like there are enough hints there that like it's clear they are losing this war against the Bucks. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like you know, there's this scene later on in the movie where, you know, after like several battles in this war, they finally get recruits to their unit, and they are all literal children. Yes, yeah, like, yeah. It's clear they're on the like the Soviets are outside Berlin stage of the war, and yes. we're putting like old men and children in. Yes. Like again, they don't they don't come out and say like we're losing because again, in a fascist society they would not say yeah, that. They would never. But if you're paying attention, like the if war making is the only thing the society cares about, which is what a fascist society all it can do is just there needs to be a perpetual war. Like right. there is no fascism. But they're not even good at it because, exactly because they're too brutal to be smart. Yeah, their main their main. I, th- this is something I hadn't picked up in previous viewings, but then I think now, you know, coming out a little bit older and 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 with a deeper kind of, I, I would say now I have more of a political awareness and understanding mm-hmm. of how things actually work. Uh, what's it called? And like, and and, and, and this hit me is is how they do boot camp, right? So their main antagonist, right? Like, like I don't think, like, 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 like in this movie, in this society, the world is one is one government, yeah, right? So it's a world government. There's a world government, yeah, and and they don't talk about there being rebels or anything like that, right? They have other planets as well. Yeah, it is. It empire. is a successfully established fascist society. Exactly. Yes. Yes. And and unitary and, and undivided. Exactly. And what is their boot camp trained towards? It is trained towards fighting other people. You know what I mean? Right. 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 Like, like, like if you look at it, like like when they're doing like the live fire exercise. Yeah. Right. They're Fighting, right? They're going off against people who are shooting back, right? Not against bugs, not mm-hmm. against like yeah, aliens. It's, it's are... like we're going to divide the team or the platoon into like blue team and red team, and they're yeah. going to square off against each other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you shoot once, and ah, you got him. That's yeah. it. And it's like it's paintball. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're playing paintball, and like as you see in this war, like you don't shoot a bug once and it dies. You gotta like yeah. fucking. They are completely unprepared. Like, are... The first, the first yes. battle that they go up, you know, where they go. Yeah, where they go up against the bugs, they just get their asses handed to them. 100,000 people die in one hour. Yeah, it's some real, like, Ostfront casualty numbers. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. like, it's it's really, and just, like, and just, like, clearly, like, does not hurt the bugs. You right. know what I mean? Like, clearly, like, I mean, they attack the bugs' home planet and just get absolutely decimated, make no headway. Like, they literally, right, right and going into that battle, their entire thing their entire thing is they're just like they're just like oh yeah no these are stupid bugs we'll be fine right you know that is the line they have been sold right yes. like they have no intelligence they are you know it's it's again it's like the Wehrmacht walking into into Russia being like you know this is it's we we are obviously yeah. racially superior to them we have a superior political system they will put up no fight yes you exactly. know we're, we, you know, they will greet us as liberators. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, mission yeah. accomplished. Yeah, we did it. Yeah. yeah, and then and 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 what happens every time you go in with that mentality? Yeah, you n- underestimate them and you get your asses handed. And to just you. absolutely, absolutely handed to you. Yeah, yeah. Like, folks, I don't want to tell you this. We lost Iraq. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if you know that we lost, but you would never fucking know that. But I think one of one of the really, in, I think the most one of the, the really interesting things this movie is doing is it. It, so again, Johnny Rico starts out just wanting to get laid. Yes, and but this movie is about him becoming a full-throated fascist. Yes, exactly. Because yeah. so what happens is you know he he goes yeah. to boot camp, you know he joins up with this platoon, and you get to know the people in the platoon. Like you know there are all these like big characters you get to know the name of, you come to recognize their faces. Yeah, 
And what happens is, over the course of the movie, they all just die. Yeah. Like, by the end of the movie, it's like Johnny Rico and no one from boot camp. Yeah, like, he's, like, like, he's, like maybe a handful. No, no, there are a handful of people still from boot camp, but like, there, there's that one guy, the guy with the teeth. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who, who, whose last name in the movie is Levy, and I remember when I first found that out, I was like, oh, a Jewish guy. Yeah, but he's, he's blonde. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the least Jewish-looking guy. So, so one, but, just, yeah. I want to I want to continue on this point, but Sorry, just one real, one real quick point just about this. I think... One of the one of the subtlest, funniest jokes in this movie is that, you know, so everyone in this is like looks like they were, you know, it's Casper Van Dien and Denise yeah. Richards, people like that. Like they all look like the end results of like an Aryan like Spartan breeding program. Yeah. Like they are pure like blue eyed blonde hair like yeah. Nazis. Yeah. But it's set in Buenos Aires. They're yeah. all supposed yeah. to be from Argentina. Yeah, exactly. Which, which again, if you know anything about World War Two, that's if you were a Nazi, that's where yeah. you were fleeing to. Actually, actually, an interesting thing that I never noticed before, but in the airport scene. Right where they're where they're all going off to fly to their various boot camps. Denise Richards to the pilot academy. Uh, uh, Doogie Hauser, I forget his name. Neil, Neil Patrick, Patrick Harris, Harris, who plays like a army or like yeah. military intelligence. Yeah, guy. exactly. Yeah, him off to wherever he's going. Right, his you know he shows up literally just wearing an SS uniform. Yeah, like I, that's the like the most telegraphed yeah. thing in the movie. I might have literally woken up one of my neighbors for how hard I laughed when he walked yeah. in because I knew it was coming, but I thought it was coming in a different scene. Yeah, and then when it came in that scene and how explicit it is, yeah. I laughed. That and the like the logo of the like the federal like, yes. the, like the planetary federal is literally just the Nazi war eagle, like, yes. redesigned yes. for, like, the Mountain Dew era. Exactly, exactly, yes, yes, yes. yes. It Which, is what... one of my favorite little anecdotes from the production ahead, of this movie, yeah, is that one of, some studio executive who clearly wasn't in on the joke was like, that, you know, that looks a lot like a Nazi symbol, and Verhoeven was just like, no, the eagle is facing the other direction. No, 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 no. and he said, and he said, also, he said, also, the colors are totally different. Yeah. Yeah, because it's orange and, like, green instead, yeah. 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 But, no, but, um... Uh, was it? No, but 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 uh, what's it called? In the airport scene, right? Right. So they're so they're saying all the stuff in English because I remember being like, being, being very confused as a kid, but also thinking it's very funny that like, yeah, again, yeah, like I noticed that that like, yeah, yeah. all these Aryan motherfuckers are all like, oh, my name's Rico, yeah. you know what and I mean? Ibanez. Right? Denise Ibanez, Richard yeah. plays someone named Ibanez. Yeah, Carmen Carmen Ibanez. Yeah. yeah. And, and 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 what's it called? But but in that airport scene, I never noticed this before. They say, right, they, they have, like, an overhead thing that says stuff in English, and then it says it in Spanish. Mm. Which, like, which part of me was like, okay, hold on, okay. So, so clearly there are some, like, second-class citizens Exactly, here. yes, yeah. absolutely, who are not, who, who do not get to go to the nice school. Yeah. They do not get to, but, but, but I think that you're right in that this is the, this is watching people who are just, like, right, this is watching a man become a fascist. Because I think yeah. Denise Richards is very much in this kind of, like, I'm going to make a career out of this. And I think, dude, she just, she just wants to fly, she like. She just wants to fly. She has, like, no, like, political. Yeah. Interest whatsoever. Yeah. She just wants to fly starships. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And then Doogie Hauser. I think Doogie Hauser starts off basically as like a basically a fascist. Like like in the same way that like you know like a lot of the Nazis like they, Hitler Schmittler, but like they were like 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 the idea of this of what this is of what yeah. the society is like that they're into and I think that that's what Doogie Hauser is into. I, I think he's just into like power. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. By whatever what ends. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. You know. I yeah. Mean, yeah. Like, you know the SS like built fucking castles and shit like yeah. that. Like, yeah, like, that that's what they're into. But, yeah, you're right. Like, Johnny Rico, he just wants to get laid. He didn't give a shit. Right. But I, so what I was building to... His parents is, almost talk him out of joining the military because they're like, we'll send you on vacation. He does walk out of boot camp at one point because it gets too hard. Yeah, exactly. But then, but then you know, there's this, like, like 9-11 event where yeah. uh, Buenos Aires gets hit by a, an asteroid sent by the bugs, and he, like, 
kind of gets to walk it back, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, like not a not a true believer, no, but becomes one. And yes. I so the thing I wanted to talk about is there was this this book I, this book well, because I read, it was a wound. Well, specifically, so I, I, again, what I was noting is that you know he starts off the movie with all these friends in his unit. Yeah, you know he gets to know the people really well. There's there's like a genuine bond between all of yeah, them. Yeah, you know, that, that occurs. They are a band of brothers. You yeah, know, that's something that happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I, you and I got in Fallujah when we were fighting the <laughs> Americans. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, there's there's this book. I, I took a, a two part military history class in college. It was one of the one of the best classes I ever took. Mm-hmm. Like taught by taught by this dude who was super intense. Like honestly, had some like. Radshack vibes to him, yeah. But also had gone to federal prison because he refused to serve in Vietnam. That's that, that's the best person. Yeah. Because I was taught that by like a guy that like basically like I guess like did work for the army mm-hmm. in in during the Cold War, literally just so that he could read like 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 Russian archives <laughs> and stuff like that. Like he was just like, oh yeah, I didn't give a shit about any yeah. of this. Yeah. But like. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's the best. Yeah, you don't want to get it taught by a soldier. You want to yeah. get it taught by someone like that. Anyway. But anyway, it, one of the books we were assigned was a book ab- about the Wehrmacht during World War II, where the guy was kind of trying to answer the question, like, how much did the average soldier, soldier like, believe in the cause? Yeah. Like, were they there because hmm. they, they were, like, genuine, you know, Nazis, or were they yeah. there just because, you know, it's their country, or they're just, they got drafted or whatever? Yeah. And so it was, you know, he, what he did was he studied a lot of, like, letters and diaries trying to, like, get into soldiers' heads. And basically what he, what he concluded was that, you know, when the war started, again, people were mostly fighting because they were there with their buddies. You yeah. Know, they're, they're trying to keep their buddies alive. But, like, after, you know, again, not that... And he was mostly studying, like, people from the Eastern Front. Because, again, that was the main theater. That was, yeah. But, like, you know, you can't be in one of those units for very long and, like, keep any friendships because everyone else is going to die. Yeah. Like, after, like, one contact, like, half your friends are just dead. Mm-hmm. And so, after that happens, like, there's no band of brothers thing, but you still have to fight. So what people do or did, according to this guy's research, was they just, they had to internalize Nazi ideology because it was the only thing that was left. Like, one, I hate these people who killed all my friends, and like, I'm still here, I still have to do this thing, so it has to mean something, so I have to fucking believe in this. Mm -hmm. And that's what you see with Johnny Rico, because there's a scene, you know, closer to the end of the movie, where he's he's eulogizing his girlfriend. Not yeah. Denise Richards, but there's this other girl in the Dina Meyer. Yeah, Dina Played by Dina Meyer, who I'm going to say, uh, Denise Richards can get fucked. Dina Meyer. Oh, boy. They, they have, like, a whole, like, she, like, she was, like, apparently going to go play professional sports. And then. Which, which one really well, quick. Oh, my God. It just hit me. She gives up playing professional sports to go get laid. Yes. The oh, one, my one God. One really, really quick, really quick. One go of the, ahead. Again, a great little joke in this movie. Instead of playing football, they play arena football. Like, just because it's that much more violent. It's just a little bit more brutal. So they play arena football. I never thought of that. But yeah. So she, oh. she, she follows Johnny Rico into the army. And, like, eventually, after, like, enough, just seeing enough shit, he's eventually just like, yeah, I, I yeah, you're, you're my girlfriend now. I, I can't hold out for Denise Richards. I just need some human companionship. You're, Denise Richards literally breaks up with him. Yeah. 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 So, but anyway, so then she eats it. She gets killed by a bug. Yeah. And so he's... Like, immediately after they have sex. Yeah. And so he's eulogizing her. What he does, he gives the exact same spiel he gave in Radshack's class in the beginning about how citizen is, citizenship is something that needs to be earned. But it's clear he believes it now. Yeah. Like, at first, it was just a line that he was using to excuse his, excuse his horniness. Yeah. But it is something that he's internalized yeah. now. Yeah. He's become Radshack. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, he, it, they literally, like, the unit they're in, like, because Radchek ends up being their CO. Yeah. And the unit they're in is originally called Radchek's Raiders, but then Radchek... Uh, Radchek's Roughnecks. Or, yes, yes, Radchek's Roughnecks. Then Radchek eats it, and Johnny Rico's just the last guy there. Yeah, he just technically is the yeah. commanding officer. Yeah, he becomes CO just by virtue of being the last guy alive. Yeah, Like, yeah. he's just been there longest. It's, like, yeah. the same reason Biden's going to be president. He's Ex- just been exa- a long Actually, long... yes, exactly, yeah. yeah. But yeah. anyway, anyway, neither yeah. here nor The right. amount of field promotions he gets, like, yeah. he gets, like... I mean, he basically does, like, the Captain Winters, but instead of, like, 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 like you, you, you saw Band of Brothers, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, where Winters starts off as, like, a private in Boot, and then no, by no, the no, end he, of he's, it... He's a, he's a lieutenant. Yeah, exactly, yeah. But well, he's... No, no, not by the end of Boot. He, he enters as an officer. He enters as an officer? Yeah. Well, I don't remember that, but anyway, yeah. No, but, but, but he starts off as a... What, he, does he enter as a lieutenant? Yes. Okay, well, he, anyway... He enters as, like, a second lieutenant. By the end of the series, he's a major. Thank you. Is that... Is it Okay. Okay, yeah, it's cool. still recording. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah. Okay, okay, well, well anyway, what's it called? Anyway, yeah, but, yes. but, he, but he does it, but instead of, like, Winters, who, like, who, like, who, like, shows, like, like, genuine, like, heroism and everything, and of course, yeah. that's all ideology as well, right, right, but it shows, like, but it's also, like... But he's fighting fascists, But he's fighting fascists, exactly, yeah. exactly, right, so we'll give him points there, but, but, but Winters, who shows, like, actual, like... I think, I think okay, now, uh, clearly neither, neither one of us are big, like, U.S. military guys, No. But, but if if there is a conflict we can get behind, it's fight. It's World it's, War. It's II. World War Two. Well, and that's the funniest thing is that like that one time where we actually were kind of on the right side, mm-hmm. like so you know, yeah, here and there. But 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 for the most the most on the right side we've ever been, save for maybe like the Civil War. The villains were so much worse. Exactly. Than, like, yes. Yes. We, we yes. Were, Yes. Yes. Like, yes. Did we have concentration camps? Yes. But we didn't have extermination camps. Yes. So technically, we were the good guys. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But but you know what I mean? But like, but like, but like, like, the, the, I was about to go on a whole thing about how like, we've just used that image and then just transplanted it onto all the other shitty things yeah. we've done. But, yeah. But, but, but look, that's who we are. But like, but there's the thing, but like, where Winters like actually is like a capable and competent, like, and heroic, mm-hmm. like. Like like officer Rico's Rico just there, just survives, yeah. just doesn't die. Yeah, I think I think that's one of the, like the violence in this movie. Like the combat scenes are not exciting; they're like numbing. It's just these like endless waves of like formless masses just like crashing up against yeah. each other. There's like no excitement. There's not not even any like real like choreography to it. Yeah. It's just it's just chaos. Well, yeah. like it's clear like everyone is just fighting for pure survival because yeah. they they know that like. The loser is just going to be slaughtered. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. It's not exciting combat. Yeah. Like Saving Private Ryan again. Like it's a great movie, but the combat yeah. is kind of exciting. Yeah, in a way. yeah. It's, Those fields it's awful, and everything. It's yeah. terrible, but it's it's well. Like Spielberg, like can't help himself. He puts together a really good scene. Yeah, it's kinetic. It's exciting. There's drama there. This is just. This is Stalingrad after Stalingrad after this Stalingrad. God, I just, just I just want to make it through. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Where it's just like they are right there, and we just got to not die. That's yeah. all we, we just got to. Not... And even like. The way that they kill yes. bugs is just a bunch of them will run up to one and just shoot at a bunch. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's something else I noticed is that none of the guns that they have, except for like, they seem to have like one kind of like sniper rifle, which yeah. most most famously in the movie gets used to kill some kill a to fellow. Put a, yeah, yes. to put a, to put a guy out of his misery. Exactly. Yes, as he's getting eaten alive. Yes. Yeah. But like most of the guns they use, they don't have sights on them really. Like they're not actually aiming these guns. They're just kind of shooting and seeing where they're their spraying. bullets go. Yeah, yeah, they are just. Right. Again, it's it's not an effective society, yeah. even if the thing they yeah. want to do. They are not outflanking them. They yeah. are not doing any stuff. So- like there is no like none of these people have read. Oh my god, what's his name? Clausewitz. Like, Clausewitz. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like there is none of this. There is not even fucking Sun Tzu level of like yeah. make sure the sun's in their eyes. There's none of that. There's like this is just. I, mean, I think 
there's there's a scene in early on when they're still in school that you could almost kind of miss, but they're they're dissecting a bug in yeah. class, and the science teacher who looks like some kind of like just Mengele type like yes. scientist. Yes. She gives this lecture about how the bug is actually a a perfect organism. Like it has no ego, it has no fear of death. It just it just attempts to survive. Like clearly, like as much as they hate the bugs, they're also kind of their ideal like yes. society. Like, yes. because, again, they're just these, like, there's no individualism. They're all just there to serve and kill. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yes. And, 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 and you weak bitches. Although, it, it turns out their interpretation of the bugs, again, is wrong. They're actually much more intelligent than they think. Yes. But, but at least their idea of the bugs, as much as they hate them, is still what they want to be themselves. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yes, yes. No, and, 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 and that's the thing about this movie... You know, I've done the thing again where I start talking, thinking that I'm going to figure out what I'm going to say. Okay, so uh, so I'll, I'll take over for you. There Please are a couple do. other points Please I want to make. So uh, we talked a little bit about, earlier about how this is, you know, the CGI isn't great. It's kind of an ugly movie. But I think that this, it works in its service. Because, again, it's it's not a movie where you really want it to be exciting. No. You want it to be kind of numbing. Yes. Like, I remember one of the things that Ebert complained about in his review is, like, there's no sense of adventure here, which is <laughs> intentional. Yes. Like, even, the, like, the alien vistas are just, like, it's just rocks. Just rocks. They're, they're just these like sure. denuded dead planets. Yeah. Like they're not. It's not something you would even want to conquer. Yeah. Unless you just wanted to conquer shit for its own sake. Yeah. Like they're just these dead, hateful landscapes. Yeah. Like there's no reason to go there except to kill shit. Exactly. Yeah. 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 No. I, I mean. I mean. Absolutely. I mean. I mean. You know. I mean. Like. I, I, and and and. And that's the thing is that like and I yeah. think partially yeah. that was probably a function of budget. But yeah. it's it's one. Even if it was, it's one of those happy accidents where yeah. it works really well yeah. for, the, yeah. for what they're doing. There is no reason for that. Like this is a war of extermination that they are waging because yeah. there is no, there are no resources. Like they're not even actually going after anything, yeah. right? Like like this is just except a, domination. Except domination, right? Except this is a war of extermination from what is considered an outside threat. And there's actually a scene in this movie, and it's a scene that I just like never noticed until I watched it this time, where they're where they like. It, it's something that I think for Hoven that really like pisses me off how little like recognition this movie got, and I'm glad that it's having kind of a renaissance now. Yeah, is like is like that scene where they where they show like how much like the function of media is yeah. is is shown in this movie, right? Like so much of this movie is done through this guise of like basically like you are like a civilian, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, it has these like little like uh, newsreel yeah, interludes, like little kind of vignettes almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and but, they always they always like so each each scene is like a sequence of little mini scenes. Almost like you're watching like a series of YouTube videos. Exactly. And each little segment ends with "Would you like to know more?" And then no one clicks on anything or anything. It yeah. just continues right into the next one. Yeah. Where there's it's like there's this illusion of like choice. Yes. And proactivity, but yeah. really it's just it, they're yeah. feeding you the shit regardless. Yes. And did you notice on the on the menu on mm -hmm. the menu where you can choose from one of the bars says enlist. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's I mean, the I mean, only thing you can click on. That's the only thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, you know, right? That's What's the about? only way you can break out of this. Yeah, cycle. exactly. Yeah, so yeah. Would join. you like to? Yeah, just join. Just do it. We need yeah. you. Yes. Yeah. And 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 um. But what's it called? But but there's one of those where they're having basically like a debate show, right? Where this where this person is literally just saying on it like, like 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 these like I I think the bugs can think. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I think that they aren't just like. And the, the other panelist is just apoplectic at this thought. Just, just screaming at her. Says, I, and 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 this is. Such, I don't know the actor who played that other guy, but what a performance he did. Yeah. Like he just starts screaming at her, just like not letting this person, who I guess is supposed to be like a scientist. Yeah. So I mean, I, it's like the reaction you would have gotten 
from someone in 2002 when you're like, I don't think Iraq had anything to do with 9-11. I don't think Iraq had anything to do with 9-11. And furthermore, I don't think we're going to be greeted as liberators yeah. if we do this. Yeah. Like, 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 and this person literally just starts screaming and just starts like, yelling with spit coming out yeah. and everything. The idea of a bug that can think is a offensive to me. Yeah. So saying it's offensive, which you and I, having lived through, right, in our formative years, living through the mm -hmm. lead up to and then the You're Iraq with war. With us or against us. Exactly. Like, we, I think this is, again, like, this came out in the late 90s, but is the best movie about the war on terror exactly. made. Unintentionally, but it's, yes. again, it's a movie that begins with this, like, 9-11 type event where everyone pretends it's entirely unprovoked. Yes, exactly. But, that was but, the other thing. But there's, like, this one stray line where, like, you know, again, some journalist makes this, like, offhand comment where some people, where he says, like, oh, some people would make the case that we actually encroached on the bug's territory. Yes. And then Johnny Rico, like, grabs him and is like, I'm from Buenos Aires. I say, kill them all. Exactly, yeah. And then and so, cheers. Yeah. Yes. And so then they, you know, the, this, this like, terrorist event, you know, you know, launches into this forever war where they're fighting, you know, on these, in these, like, dead desert landscapes against enemies that, like, are adapted to this environment and fight in caves. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes, yes. I mean, this and is just drawn into this endless quagmire. See, this is the biggest problem with Verhoeven is that see, if he just because I don't think you could have Verhoeven without him um, growing up when he did, yeah. right, and and in the environment he did. But like, if he had just made these movies like ten years later, first off, he would have made so many people so much angrier. Yeah. But also, like, like the staying power they would have had because I think you need to remember, like, when he makes these movies, he's making them in an era of prosperity, right? right? Where real Francis Fukuyama peace. hours. Yeah. Real Francis Fukuyama hours. What forever war? What are you talking yeah. about? The last war we had was 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 uh, Yugoslavia and and as far as any of us knew, yeah, like that was no big deal. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, I mean, I I don't think you would have been able to get this movie made like post 9/11 oh. though. Oh. Absolutely yeah. not. No, and th and that's the other thing about it is that Paul Verhoeven is I think just, I think, that's why I think he's one of the greatest, one of the greatest, just anything in film of all time, is because he, like, basically, like, it's funny, because he actually is almost like a heroic figure, because he makes these movies, which makes everyone upset, and no one likes mm -hmm. them, because they're idiots, right? And I was one of those idiots who didn't, well, actually, no, I loved it, because I was like, this is cool, yeah, right? But, like, but that's the thing, he makes these movies that just, like, cannot be appreciated, and he made them in the exact right time, when, yes, when you could have made them, because right. you could not have, if you had made this movie... Can you imagine the culture war that this movie would have erupted if he made it in 2004? But again, it's it's hard to imagine because I think a lot of people would have embraced it. Exactly. Like, yeah, that's the other thing. Yeah. It would have it would have taken him literally coming out and being like, no, this is about Iraq. Which, to his credit, I don't think he would have done. Yeah, but I, I think that just one last thing I wanted to touch on is just in terms of how he, like the brilliance of how he approaches this. So, again, the actors he hires, like with the exception of Ironside, who's a great character actor. I don't... So, everyone else is not in on the joke. Like, yeah. he did not tell people you are making a satire. Yeah. And, like, Denise Richards and Casper Van Dien are not going to pick up on that shit. Yeah. So they play it totally straight because yeah. they don't realize there's another option. Yeah. I don't know if Ironside was in on the joke. He seems like one of those guys who might, yeah. like, be into this shit regardless. Yeah, exactly. He yeah. works for the part either way. Yeah. But, like, again, everything in this movie is played totally straight, including the acting. Again, like... On their part, unintentionally, like they didn't even know there was another option. Which again, I think is just great, mm -hmm. but but like turned up just enough that like you you if you're paying attention, you catch the absurdity of it. Yeah. And I think I think it was brilliant again to cast again Denise Richards and Casper Van Dien. Perfect. 
perfect because they're not great actors. No. Like they can't they can't do anything other than seem kind of ridiculous. Yeah, other than seem kind of ridiculous and just be like breathtakingly attractive. Yeah. You know what I mean? Again, right? look like the yeah. results yeah. of Nazi breeding programs. Yeah. And honestly, I mean look, I love Dina Meyer because I love to look at her, but like the truth is is that like she's also like watch some of the other stuff she's been in, which I, I watched some I watched some clips of her and other stuff. What's it called? I don't even know what else she's been in. That's a thing. It was very random what she had been <laughs> in. But 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 again, not not great. I mean, who's probably the best actor in this that isn't like like of like the main characters? I mean, probably I mean, Patrick Harris has a has a real career. And, like, yeah. I've enjoyed him in things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. And well, and that's the thing is that I mean, what what is what was he coming off of here? I mean, what I mean, what's it called? He had been in Doogie Hauser, but this what would I, probably be pre Harold and Kumar. Exactly. So I think this is you. You're catching him here in like kind of the nadir of his career. Yeah. Like, before yeah. he had his, like, comeback. Yeah. Like, he yeah. was still just like, oh, the the, the child actor? Yeah. Him? Yeah. 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 Which I think is kind of, like, perfect. Like, he's yeah. supposed to play this, like, hyper-competent, like, child. Because that's the funniest thing, is that they're all supposed to be, like, 18, 19 years yeah. old. And but so, they do the Hollywood thing where they're all, like, 25. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But I think it makes it so much funnier is because, like, you're right. Like, there is that scene where they have, like, the replacements come in, right? Yeah. You know, right? And, and they and they have a scene with replacements in Band of Brothers where, like, yeah, like, they bring in the replacements and they're all, like, you know, younger guys, right? But mm-hmm. they're... But, but in Band of Brothers, like, yeah, I mean, yeah, they're younger guys, but they're, like, 18, 19, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, they're, they're green, but they're not they're children. Green. Exactly, yes. Versus this, they are just, they are children. They are yeah. just tall children. Like, yeah. And some of them not even that tall. Yeah. And, like, and that's the thing, is that what, what I really came away thinking about this movie is that uh, minimum recruitment age for the Army should be 30. Like, we should be <laughs> too young to be in the Army. You cannot give an 18-year-old that. Yeah. You just cannot. It is actually criminal. What's it called? I mean, yeah, basically, yeah, every army has child soldiers, <laughs> is my point. What's it called? Even the good ones. What's it called? Anyway, no, uh, man, I mean, I don't I don't know how much more we have to say about this. I mean... We've, we've talked about a lot. We've talked about a lot. This is, honestly, like, if you want to see what this moment we're living in right now, like, where this is going, where I honestly think this moment we're living in is going, watch this movie. Because it's the thing. People talk about, uh, you know, uh, you know, we're all going to be in camps if Biden doesn't win or whatever. No, 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 no. I think, listen, fascism comes to America. It's going to come via a man with a uniform. You know what I mean? I think that that is, that is the, that, that, because what's the one organization that, that, that Democrats and Republicans both have an immense respect mm. and, 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 and reverence for? The, the United States military. That yeah. is the one that, like, constantly ranks in, like, we're talking 60, 70% approval rating. Yeah, and I mean, I, I think I want to be clear. Like, we we have a bunch of friends who are veterans. Like, we mm-hmm. have nothing against individuals mm-hmm. who chose to serve. Yeah, like, it's... It, well, we have but... both, like, considered <laughs> enlisting ourselves. Well, it's almost kind of impossible not to yeah. growing up in America. But that's that's the thing we're talking about. Like, do you there know anyone is... that has always been like, no, I would never? Like, maybe a handful, but, like... But almost... Yeah. Almost everyone has at least at but some point. But I think point. that's what we're talking... There is this, like, hyper-valorization exactly. of it that is, like... Yeah. I would say dangerous because it is not, it is not at at the broad institutional level in terms of the people who are actually deciding what it gets used for. It is often not yeah. used for yeah. benef- beneficial purposes. I yeah. would say. Yeah. Well, and because the people we know who are veterans, like we just know them as like we don't know them in this context of them having like been been in the. I mean, I think one of them we knew while he was still serving, but like most of them we met after their service, yeah. and so they're just like normal guys. You know, they're like some of them are married. You know, some of them have kids. Yeah. Like. It's just they're just that's regular ass guys. Like, oh yeah, no yeah, I was in a war. You know what I mean? And 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 that's and a lot of them like yeah, you know they still kind of have that valorization to it. But like most of their day is spent of them being like 
playing Candy Crush or some shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're just people. Exactly. Yeah, they were grunt style shirts. Exactly. But whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. Well, no, well, a lot of them can't anymore because they gain too much weight. But, <laughs> but, but no, but, but, but I, uh, yeah. There was something I was going, but I, in terms of like looking at where this is going, like I want to be careful with what I mean in terms of this, but I think in a lot of ways we're already there. Yeah. Not we we don't live in a fascist society, but I think part of what this movie is depicting is a society that, in terms, uh, is crumbling. Well, is crumbling, but specifically what I'm talking about is, again, the only solution it has to anything anymore is just brute strength. Yeah. Like, it's it's a hammer, and everything to it looks like a nail. Yeah. And I think that there is some corollary there with where we are. Yeah. Just like, I mean, if you look at how we how we approach foreign policy now, like, yeah. we have been, like, emptying out the State Department for, you know, it's, like, reached a crisis point yeah. at this gener- like in this administration, but yeah. it's been going on for a while. Yeah, well, like, probably since, like, Oh, shit. I don't know. Reagan? I don't. I don't. I don't know enough to point to an exact. Yeah. Point. But yeah. like, but you you see, like our foreign policy at this point is almost entirely like drone based. Yeah. Exactly. Like, every, like it's it's so funny reading about like Trump's ambassadorial appointments because they're all they're all just like jet ski dealer owners. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 They're just like which and that that has always been to a certain extent like what we do like ambassadorships are enlarged like have always been just like political cronies yeah but it's again it's just reached a crisis point under trump where like yeah. the the wife of the ambassador to the uk like ran over a dude in her car and has been like hiding out in the embassy ever since hold on hold on no did you hear did you hear actually what happened with that what's it called so trump invited the parents of that kid mm-hmm. right to yeah. the white house mm-hmm. and then what's it called it's like and then had her standing in an adjacent room Right, like outside the door yeah. to come in, and yeah. then, and then he said like she's actually right over there in that room, and they said we do not want to see her, and right. he tried to talk them into seeing yeah. her, and then she had to like be there awkwardly in the next room, being like, can I come in? Yeah. And then he was like, and he was like, hold on, I'm still warming them up. Yeah, like that. That is, I mean, that's why I think when you say like that's, a, that's how you approach a key ally, yes. the key the, ally, the key. I mean, and that's what I think when you say like, we're already there. Like, I think you're right because like. Because that's the thing, like, yeah, it's always kind of been like this, but, like, now, the ridiculousness, we got captured for Van Dien, man, you know what yeah. I mean, right? We got, we got, like, like that is, that is, that we are in that territory now where it's just like, yeah, this is, I mean, then what are you going to do? Yeah. What the fuck are you going to do? Yeah. You know? You, you just, know what you, you do? You watch Starship Troopers. Yep. And you just, yeah, more like Starship Troopers. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. What do you do? You watch Starship Troopers. You gain and then you immediately watch Showgirls. Yes. Well, I was going to say, and then you start making lists of addresses. Okay. All right. Calm down. So I feel like that's everything we have to say about Starship Troopers. Again, I'm so glad that we did this movie. I love this movie yeah. so much. If you honestly, I don't know who hasn't seen this movie. If you probably a lot of people. You think? Again, this is not a movie that made money. That's insane to me. I somewhat like, this is such a formative movie in my life. What's it called? Yeah. If you if you both for good and bad reasons. <laughs> but no, but if you haven't seen this movie, I cannot stress enough. I mean, we say this to almost every movie. 
like see the movie. We don't. You keep saying that. We do not say that. You say that. You say that about all of your movies and like some of mine. I hate all of your movies. I never say see this movie. You say it and then I say don't. And then you just, I guess, don't hear me? What's it called? It's fine. No, see this movie. But yeah, this movie, see this movie. See this movie. It's, you know, it'll be a somewhat unpleasant experience. It's not a fun movie, but it is funny in a lot of ways, in a yeah. very dark way. Yeah. This is a yeah. very dark comedy. It, 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 no, and that's the thing. There will be parts of this movie that if you that if you can watch it correctly, will make you laugh out loud. Yeah. There has not been almost any sort of better comedy than watching, watching Neil Patrick Harris, Doogie Howser, just come in, I cannot stress this enough, full Nazi regalia. Yeah. Like, full, like, That's the, the one moment you cannot miss it. You cannot. It was, it was... And everyone, everyone in this scene is just like, oh, he's back. Yeah. Like, just no he's one. He's back and looking cooler than ever. Just, just, oh my God. Like, it's even black. It's all yeah. black. No, it's just an SS uniform. He's just in an SS uniform. Like, I, like, literally, like, there's even an eagle on his thing. Like, yeah. the symbol. It's in absolutely incredible. All right. So that's Starship Troopers. Do we want to, do we want to move on to our, our second Verhoeven feature then? Let's do it. Hang on one sec. Roll that trailer. Roll that trailer. Roll the trailer now. Roll the trailer now. Roll. Roll the trailer. Roll the trailer. So what are you going to Vegas for? You gonna win? I'm gonna dance. There's a spot open in the chorus line. We're auditioning tomorrow morning. I think you should try out. I got Okay, ladies, I got one interest here, and that's the show. I don't care whether you live or die. I want to see you dance, and I want to see you smile. I can't use you if you can't smile. I can't use you if you can't show. I can't use you if you can't sell. From the creators of Basic Instinct, the last time they took you to the edge, this time... They're taking you all the way. We take the cash, we cash the check, we show them what they want to see. You got more natural talent when you dance than anybody I've ever seen. She's going down to the stardust. She's going to be in the show. Right? If someone gets in your way, step on them. It's not fair. It's not about fair. It's about power. You're a stripper. Don't you get it? I'm a dancer. She's dazzling, she's exciting, and she's what Las Vegas is all about. The passion is real. I could fall in love with you. The desire is intense. You can't touch me, but I can touch you. I'd really love to touch you. And the show is about to begin. Showgirls. Leave your inhibitions. At the door. All right, showgirls. You guess is out. If you need to, that's you've got. I was gonna say you can relight that if you want, but you've got nothing left. Just showgirls, John Louis. Take it, take it out of your mouth. I always wanted to be one of those guys that just chewed on cigars. Butt can is right over there. How do you chew on a cigar? What do you do? You kind of. I don't know. I don't do it. Just be one of these guys. Call me Gunny. If I, you know what, if I could, if I could have us, I don't know what would be better, having you, me, and Keegan, 
in uh, what's it called, in like a band of brothers situation, or the three of us on a ship. So one, I don't, I don't know why I did this, but back when I was, this is even like pre-film school. This is like as a teenager. I my favorite movie, legitimately for a time, was Saving Private Ryan. Like, it's a phenomenal movie. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah. but like I, I, I went and read the script for it, and the like the first draft of the script is so bad. Like it was written by the guy who wrote The Patriot. Oh um, my! I did not know that. Yeah. So like clearly they did some revisions on it, and Spielberg yeah. was like, "We're gonna have to do some work on it." Yeah. It's like Tom Hanks's character was that guy. He was a guy who was constantly chewing on cigars and being like, "Call me Gunny." Oh my god! It was such a worse movie. That's incredible. And like the the final like the final um like battle in it wasn't the like we just got to defend this town. Uh, it was like this like weird like dirty dozen like heist thing where they were like out to like steal an artillery piece from the Nazis or something. It was what? it was so weird and wrong. Like a totally different movie. So that's, much worse. Oh my god. Yeah. That's so that's honestly I think I don't know, I was just thinking about that. That's one of the coolest things you can do in a war is rob a bank for the other side. Mm-hmm. Like that is like robbing a bank as a soldier, it seems <laughs> like that is honestly like that's the thing. Like I that would be well, we can never do it because it'd be you, me, and Keegan having to do it. Yeah. Which would be... That's a, that's what I think. Well, that's the thing. Anything with you, me, and Keegan, it's literally just like, what Abbott and Costello movie would I like to be in? Because that's basically what it would be like, except you have two Costellos. Yeah. Yeah. That's two Costellos. Two, like, 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 if you have the Costello and have the two most weird sides of him. Yeah. You know what I mean? That is Keegan and I. We yeah. are truly like a, not even like a yin and yang situation. We are two third eyes. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't give me your pity. It's a pity laugh. Ever heard it? Okay. Well, that, that legitimately hurts. <laughs> All right. So, showgirls, roll the trailer. Roll the trailer. I'll let you have that. One. Oh my god! Oh, a, 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 a leaf fell on me and it scared me. <laughs> All right. So t- you you said you had some like some powerful thoughts on showgirls which i want to hear okay so showgirls so it's the story of a woman whose name i've already forgotten what's it called oh god i can't remember anyone's name from this movie that's the thing that's the worst part i literally completely forgot all of their names i just know them i'm like there's the brunette the yeah why don't you look them up yeah what's it called so know me yes know me played by elizabeth berkeley yes yes elizabeth berkeley what's it called so know me so it starts with her she is a drifter uh, somewhere generally in like the middle of the country, like somewhere probably in, like the high desert, Colorado, yeah, or something like that, yeah. And um, what's it called? Um, Not in an exciting place. Some like yeah, you yeah, find yeah. on like the side of the highway, yeah. and there are like mountains in the background. Just basically at a truck stop. Yeah, 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 yeah. And 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 uh, what's it called? And but she's going to Vegas. But she's going to Vegas, right? And so she gets picked up by this guy, right? Which is like such a weird thing of like hitchhiking, like the idea of. Just getting into a stranger's car. Have you it's ever like, hitchhiked? No, absolutely not. I, and especially not if I looked like Elizabeth Berkeley. Yeah, that is. Yeah, yeah that is. That is rough. Yeah. You gotta. Yeah, you gotta. You gotta. You're looking to get murdered. Yeah, you gotta. You gotta really Charlize Charlize Theron in Monster yourself if you if you want to. Well, actually, probably they sh- you shouldn't hitchhike then either. But anyway, <laughs> no. But, but well, the driver should be afraid. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Well, that's the thing. That's what's so insane about hitchhiking is that it is equally terrifying for both parties. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you just gotta both just be like, well, please don't rape or kill me. And yeah. that's both people saying that. But yeah. anyway, but so, I actually did hitchhike once. I But I don't think it counts because uh, it was my buddy and I after a basketball game uh, 
uh, in high school, and we just literally just both of us realized that like neither one of us had a ride to either of our houses, uh-huh. and so we just started trying to thumb down cars. And randomly, this car stopped full of uh, girls that were like two years ahead of us. And they just drove up, and they were like, "What are you doing?" And we we're like, "Can we get a ride?" So, so you didn't hitchhike. You tried to hitchhike, and then just got a ride. Yeah. Well, no, we didn't know any of them. Still, that's hitchhiking. Okay. I hitchhiked once. Okay. I put a thumb out. That's if what's if you wanna, if you wanna be able to tell yourself that you hitchhiked, you can you yeah. can tell yourself that. Uh, what's it called? Oh, shit. Hold on. Fuck. Okay, so it's so it's it's a movie about strippers, basically. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a movie about strippers. Yeah, so, anyway, so so Nomi hitchhikes to Vegas, right? And 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 she clearly, you know, she clearly like has nothing, comes from nothing. Like like yeah. we don't even know that her name is actually Nomi. Yeah. Like, like, this is just the name that she gives again. The most backstory we have on her is that she's from the East, and as she says, various places, I believe yeah. is what she says. Yeah. She clearly had a rough background. Yes. It is later, you know, it, it's it's implied throughout the movie and later confirmed that she had, like, done, like, sex work at some yeah. point. Yeah, yeah, done sex work, had, like, a fucked up childhood and everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, bad stuff, right? Right? The only, the only actual bit of thing that we know is that a she's part Italian yeah that's what she says right yeah yeah and so and so she goes there right and she right she meets this guy who, who right he hitchhikes with this guy takes her out there and then he basically says like I might be able to get you a job at this place right mm-hmm. and but the one thing the other thing we know is that she wants to be a dancer mm-hmm. right right she wants to like a showgirl like dancer. a showgirl dancer yeah 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 uh, hence the name What's right yeah picked up on that right away can't get yeah. anything past me anyway but so, but so, right? And he immediately rips her off, right? Yeah. Immediately steals, steals all her, her shit. shit. Which steals isn't much. Shit. Which isn't much. We're talking like a respectable sized suitcase. Yeah. You know what I mean, right? Basically right? Like a, a duffel bag. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like something you would like take to the airport. Like not yeah. like, not like a, not like a, like, not like a briefcase. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Probably not a carry-on, but maybe a carry-on. Yeah, possibly could have been a carry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If it's like, if it's like right on empty, the line. If it's an empty flight, you're probably yeah. fine. But like, there's a good chance they're gonna make you check it. Yeah. But anyway, let's go. And you go southwest, it's free checking. I don't know if that's true. Anyway, let's go. Haven't flown in a while. We're in quarantine, and I have nowhere to go. <laughs> anyway, let's go. Everyone I know lives here, basically. Anyway, <laughs> I don't. I don't. People in my family don't. Literally, my brother was like talking to some girl on Hinge, and he sent me like. He was like, does this sound good? And he's basically there them talking about, like, their backgrounds. And then and he starts out being like, yeah, my family's been here for 100 years. And I was like, damn, that's actually true. My family literally has just been in this. The biggest move for my family geographically after coming to America was from literally, and this is true, uh, Baltimore to Washington. That's, that is that is the big move for my family. Both of my parents are transplants. Exactly. That's the thing. Yeah. Yes. I am just the least, tra- like, yes, I am just... So both of my parents grew up in this area. I'm first generation Marylander. I am. I am like. I am like. I think third. Yeah. Yes. Not important. Not about showgirls. Not about showgirls. Anyway, no. Right. No. No. But so she goes there, gets ripped up, right, and then meets this black girl who I forget her name. Uh, Let's. I feel bad calling her this black girl. She's a main character. I forgot. In fairness, I forgot. Molly, I believe. Molly. Yes. She meets. Right. Who just like who is the good person in this movie. Yeah. There is one good person in this movie, and it is Molly. Yeah. Right? And Molly immediately... The one well-adjusted yeah. person in the movie. Exactly, Who does yes. costuming for one of the big, like, Vegas shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For I don't remember what casino Stardust. it's Stardust. Stardust. Stardust, yeah. I believe, yeah. And so, and so, and so, and they meet because nobody's just beating, is, is have just been uh, ripped off, is just 
beating the shit out of Molly's car, and Molly immediately confronts her. Nomi basically tries to fight her, and then Molly ends up buying her dinner. Yeah. Because... Because Molly's great. Because Molly's great! Everyone, I would say you should make the movie about Molly, but there'd be no movie, because there's no you, conflict. You can't... It make, would just be a movie about a person with a terrible friend. Exactly, yes, you can't. <laughs> it'd be like if they made it'd a be, movie It would be the Rob story. <laughs> 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 No, I'm not that nice. We are, no, you're you're not. But also at the same time, I, again, we just keep finding ourselves in these movies <laughs> over and over again. So I guess that makes you know me. Oh, I am absolutely. I don't want to watch this. I am stream. absolutely know me. Are you getting? First off, how funny would that be? Imagine Does that make Keegan Crystal. Oh my God, Keegan is. Wait, Crystal's the brunette, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, uh let's see. No, Ke- uh, Who's Keegan? No, Keegan's that angry black girl who gets her leg broken. Ooh. Who just yells at the kids all the time? No, that's yeah. not Keegan. No, Keegan. No, what's it called? Keegan no. might be the one who breaks her leg, though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ke- Actually, yeah, that is Keegan. That yeah. is a, that is a Keegan move. Yeah. That is such a Keegan move. And just you, and just being like, what? What happened? It was an accident. <laughs> it was an accident. What? God, that was terrible. That that. <laughs> just, yeah. Just that is the most Keegan shit. Yeah. Keegan's so cool. Yeah. God. No. Um. But no. But so. Right. But so. So. So, you know, jump six months later, they're living together, right? Nomi is stripping, mm-hmm. right? Uh, uh, Molly works at the Stardust, right, as a costume designer for the, one of the big shows, right? And so she brings Nomi, right? And Nomi sees the show, right? Goddess. Is Goddess. The show. Goddess is the name of the show, With right? the star Crystal something. Crystal Connors. Crystal Connors. She's Crystal the hot Connors. shit in town. She is, like, the big star, right? She yeah. is Las Vegas, right? Yeah. And so what ends up happening is, is that... Um, uh, uh, Crystal basically calls Nomi what she is. She's like, she, she's basically like, oh, you're basically just a just a hooker, yeah. right? Is, is is what she right? She's like, what you're doing is is sex work. Which I, I mean, I guess in a way, stripping is sex work. But like, but 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 not just like we're not talking about just like she's basically saying you are a prostitute. Yeah, she yes. pretty much calls her a whore. Yeah, yeah, she calls her a whore. I think she literally calls her a yeah. whore, doesn't she? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 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 and so that pisses off Nomi. Nomi has a real fiery attitude, right? So Nomi goes. Uh, what's it called? But there's, there's from, from like the moment they meet, there's like this kind of tension between yes. them where it's, it, it's clearly rivalry. Like Crystal is threatened by Nomi, but there's also like kind of attraction there at the same time. Like there is like definitely like a, a lesbian undercurrent to this whole movie. Oh, there is an insanely lesbian undercurrent to this movie. Yeah. Yes. And no, and, 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 and that's the thing. So what's it called? So yeah, like, like, like a real kind of like, but it's like. It's hard to tell because I think Crystal is said to be bisexual. Like I read that somewhere that Crystal is supposed to be bisexual, but like that's not what this is about. This is a power thing. Yeah. This is absolutely like a power and dominance thing, which is the entire movie. Yeah, the entire again, movie. I mean, again, as with um, what he does with it's violence yeah. in in all his other movies, Verhoeven is playing up, you know, the absurdity of of sex to like yes. reveal the like. Dominance dynamics underneath. Exactly. That, that literally, that like, that like, like these themes that he explores are basically all the same. It's yeah. all the same thing. It's, it's all, just it's, sex it's, instead of violence. It's just exactly. Exa- yes. Yes. No. This is yes. Starship Troopers with fucking. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. With uh, so many boobs. With just, just like this is something that I noticed about myself at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. I did not get turgid once in the entire it's, time I watched this movie. Like there is so much sex, so much nudity in this movie. It is NC seventeen. Yes. It's one of the few like major studio like intended to be a big blockbuster movies to ever get an NC-17 uh-huh and like but again 
it's it's through the Verhoeven lens, so it's super uncomfortable. Yes, like, exactly. It is a movie just obsessed with sex, but not sexy at all. Exactly. No, it's exactly. about the like the like capitalist industry of sexiness. Exactly. Which is it's fucking uncomfortable. It's like, so uncomfortable. No, it, no, it is. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, I mean, I mean, you're right. I mean, like, like, were you ever were you ever a strip club guy? Yeah. Okay. I, no, like, 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 like when I was like. 18, 19, 20, like, like, yeah. like, 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 kind of, like, not really, like, 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 it was just kind of, like, where we would go when, like, we didn't get any girls every once yeah. in a while, so, like, yeah, I've been to, I've been to strip clubs probably, like, six times, right, you know yeah. what I mean, like, six or seven times, right, like, so, like, so, like, like, up, like, up enough, like, enough that I can say, like, yeah, I, like, yeah, especially, like, when we went to Montreal, because, yeah. yeah, you could just I've, go in there. I've never been to one because I assumed it was pretty much like this. Like, You're fine, yeah. I, I'm sure this is played up. Yeah. But like just the again the dynamics that it is like turning up to eleven to like make clear to people like of just the like the mercenary nature of it and the like you know just clear like monetary exploitation just it se- it just seemed like an uncomfortable experience to me. Right? I would say it's worse. I in would reality. say I would say in reality, yeah, because that's the thing, right? Because what you're getting in this is you're getting a bunch of incredibly hot women, yeah. right, who are like. Probably a lot of them are actual like dancers. Like, I'm sure some of them were actual. Some of the extras in our, were probably actual strippers. Because from I, I actually watched a little bit of a Q and A, which about seven minutes of a Q and A of this. Which actually my uh, my kids saw. Uh, what's it called? My oldest saw. Uh, uh, um, uh, di- just saw that I had the Q and A up and said, uh, "Oh, what's that?" And I was like, "Oh, it's about a movie where people dance." And he's like, "Showgirls." And I was like, "Yeah, you're not watching this." And then and then and then Audrey immediately went to Jackie and, and was like. It was like it was like I saw Showgirls, and I had to <laughs> explain. I got a very frantic text from Jackie today at work, being like, "Why has Audrey seen Showgirls?" And I was like, "No, Audrey is not." So let me tell you what this is. <laughs> but yes, which she was very rightfully so upset. But it's, I, it's even more uncomfortable in reality. It's even more uncomfortable in reality because like this is like you like like there's a certain. I mean, I mean, you get it in almost any movie. I mean, and this is a movie that I think does it really well, where like it really does kind of bring you into this world, and that's yeah. why it is so uncomfortable. Yeah. And why like yeah. Like, you're not going to get hard watching this horrible, horrible thing happen in front of you, right? Yeah. But, like, but like in the real world, like, it's, first off, you're just going to get hard because it's the real world. Right. You're actually watching That's, it. I would imagine, the reason you go. Exa- exactly, yeah. And that's the thing. And, like, I've gotten lap dance. I've got all this stuff. And, like, and like you, 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 I, I don't know if it's just a product of how I was raised or whatever, if I'm just, like, not a total sociopath. But I, every time I was, went, I was able to, no matter how I tried, able to, like, I mean, you can't not see these people as what they are. They're people, right? right? And, like, you know, like, noticing, like, a C-section scar on, like, a stripper's stomach or, like, right. you know, right? Or, or, or having them talk. Like, I, 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 one time asked, I was getting a lap dance from two girls, right? And, and this is a very bad night that I ended up getting basically fleece out of $700, but such is life. Okay. Right? But, 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 and I asked him, I'm like, what? Why did you guys start doing this? And literally one of them was like, I'm trying to pay my way through college. And the other one said, I'm a single mom. Right? And I, this is honestly what I did. I laughed because I was like, that's so like. You guys are two cliches. Two cliches. Like, I was like, I was like, I was like, what the fuck? Like, this is real? Like, and that's the thing. Is that like, like I wasn't trying to like laugh at them. I was just like, this is ridiculous. But that's yeah. really what it is. And that's the thing. I remember like looking around the strip club and just looking and being like, these are not like, you know, like busty like empowered women or anything like that like this sucks these are these are people who are trying to pay their bills exactly no and then i had an experience when i was in the cash relief office when i was at social services in la trying to get trying to get welfare yeah 
And they, I'll never forget this. This is one of like the foundational moments of my life that I think really put me on the path and the ideology I have now was they took us all as a group. We'd been there for like hours just uh-huh. to be like, we have no money. Can you please give us some? Yeah. And they took us back as a group and we all got assigned this one caseworker and there's a bunch of us. And as we were waiting for the caseworker, I'll never forget this. There was this girl there and she was about uh, 18, I think, 18. Yeah. And she was on the phone with someone and what she was doing, she was trying to get $25 so that she could get a state-issued ID from the state of California so that she could take it to a strip club and... made of money they're just gonna blow it all <laughs> but no 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 but she, so she could take it to a strip club so that she could start stripping so that she could have some sort of money and she was having to have this conversation in front of a bunch of strangers mm-hmm. and just in, in the welfare office. in the welfare office yes like and she just started crying like as she's having this conversation and, and it was like i don't know what the hell she was thinking in that moment but i don't like it's one of those things like i don't know but i just knew that like it was her basically having to say out loud where her life was right now right and I, I know there are like yeah. there are like feminist schools yeah, of thought of about like you know people can do with their body what of they course. want like it, of course I, that in certain as like yeah in some cases it can be empowering yeah. I I don't know I'm I'm not gonna argue but yeah. I you have also also have to acknowledge like the other half too yes. where it can be like just a desperation thing where yeah I just gotta gotta put yeah. my body out there yeah. because that's the asset I have exactly. and literally the same thing with the military right we're like right. yeah like you could build up this whole big valor thing but there are so many people there are so many people fucking laying there in goddamn Arlington National Cemetery who just wanted to go to college and couldn't right. afford it you right. know what I mean I mean I mean and 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 you know like through through horrible luck of having like you know growing up poor like mm-hmm. that's that that's the thing all I have is this body. Right. You know what I mean? Right? And I have a trigger finger, so this is all I have. And that's and that's what this is. I mean I mean I mean and that's what Nomi has. Nomi has. She's hot and can dance. Right. Right? And so this movie is basically an exploration of her of her singular focus, which is making it, right? Right. Which is making it and being a showgirl and being someone important. Right. Cuz it, it's for her it's like this is clearly the way that she gets by, but she also it, it again, it's like she wants to be famous. She wants to be big. She wants to be important. Like, and this is the avenue she has to get there. Yeah. Like, this is the way that she can be, you know, empowered. That she can be something other than, you know, a, a stripper, which is not what she wants. She yeah. wants to be someone who counts. Yeah. And the the particular avenue that she feels she has available to her is to be, you know, the biggest dancer in Vegas. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. To, to, you know, use her a- the the asset that she has, which is her body. Yeah. But like, actually get some return on that investment. Yeah. Exactly. Not just not just get by, but actually yeah. like thrive. Yeah. yeah. Well, because, and 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 throughout this movie, she's called a whore like many many times, and she always reacts incredibly violently. To that, right. Right. Which is this difference? Because I mean, Crystal basically. I mean, I don't think anyone ever calls Crystal a whore. But I kind of get this idea that, like, if someone had called Crystal a whore, Crystal would have been like, yeah, whatever. You know what yeah. I mean? Right? All right? And I think because Crystal is in this place of acceptance, where Nomi clearly deeply hates herself. Right? right. And clearly deeply hates what she's had to do to get to this point. Right. And she has to And single... trying so desperately to escape it. Exactly. To be, to be Las Vegas. To be this end point. Right? Where right. she is the big dancer. Right? Where she is Crystal. Right? Yeah. Where she is this. Well, she's on a billboard. Exactly. Where she is someone. 
right? Because right. goddamn it, don't we all just kind of want to be someone? Yeah, you know, we what all I mean? want to be on a billboard yeah. or whatever our version of that is. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. FBI ten most wanted list for me. Yes. <laughs> That's it. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's a rogue. What's it called? But no. But um. But but uh. You know. Was wishful thinking, but anyway, what's it called? But uh, historically, not unprecedented considering my last name. But anyway, what's it called? But no, but um, no, it's it's so, and that's the thing. This movie is an exploration of what that looks like, right? Of 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 the glitz and glamour of Hollywood, right? Or, or Vegas. Hollywood, or Vegas. I'm sorry, the glitz and glamour of Vegas, right? And and that whole thing. But what I think this movie does very well is it doesn't really i mean it shows you like the dance routines it shows you all of that but what it does is it shows you the behind the scenes it shows you what this actually looks like because because that's the thing right because to you and i we could watch a vegas show and we see all this ooh and ah right and i think i think it's worth saying like the actual like dancing in this movie is really impressive it's incredible like the the people they have doing this including the stars are really good at this shit yeah like it is really well put together yeah people are good at it yeah like the like even like the there's a scene where uh, Nomi has to like it's this whole weird like again everything in this movie is a weird power dynamic so Crystal brings her boyfriend Zach who's like the entertainment director for the Stardust to uh, to Nomi's strip club to kind of like it seems like maybe like like just, the fuck with her yeah to, to put Nomi in her place yeah and but Zach is kind of attracted to Nomi so to fuck with Zach she sort of eggs Zach into getting a lap dance from Nomi to put kind of both of them in their place like to, to Zach, like, oh, is this what you want? I'm gonna make you. I'm gonna make you do it. And I'm gonna watch. And to yeah. know me, like, I'm gonna remind you who you are. Like, you're not our equal. You're someone who's here to serve us. Yes, exactly. And, like, and Nomi just gives this wild fucking lap dance that is like insane. Like, I. It doesn't even. I've gotten many lap dances. That is. I did never. I never got one like that. Yeah. Yeah. It is. I mean, one. They're just like fucking with their clothes on, or yeah. he has his clothes yeah. on. Which I guess is kind of the point of lap dancing. But this is like incredibly athletic. We are not checking boxes here, folks. Yeah. This is. Yeah. yeah. But it, again, it is like just from like pure like physical aspect of like someone can do this with their body. It's insane. Yeah. But it's also. I mean, it is also incredibly uncomfortable. Again, just because those power dynamics are brought to the front, and it's just weird watching. I mean. Zach is played by Kyle, Kyle McLaughlin, McLaughlin from yeah. Twin Peaks. So, I mean, if you want to watch a movie where Special Agent Dale Cooper comes in his pants during yeah. a lap dance, this is your movie. Yeah. I, I almost wonder if they had his haircut choice, if that was intentional, because it is such a... Because his haircut... Because he has, like, a very kind of, like, mid-90s haircut, you know what I mean? With, like, the... With like the, the swoop? The swoop, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, got, he's got a rich 90s douchebag haircut. Yes, exactly, yes. Which is so different than... than he's than, like David than, Lynch, like, aw shucks haircut. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Which would have... What a more, and I say this word a lot, but what a chaotic movie this would have been if he had just had that exact same haircut. <laughs> it was like, like 1950s ass haircut. Exactly, yeah. exactly. If he was just Cooper yeah. from this, yeah, like, what's it called? That would have been, God, that would have been incredible. But no, but, 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 so, and, and that's, I mean, I mean, like, that's the thing is that, like, in terms of the plot, like, what's it called? I mean, she basically climbs the ranks here. There's a lot of, like, kind of. Yeah, the, I mean, the plot of the movie is basically, I know this isn't a reference you're going to get, but it's basically all about Eve, which is this, like, classic like I think 40s Hollywood movie with I believe Betty Davis which is it's basically this but it's about uh, Broadway theater where there's this sort of aging Broadway star who's like at the top of her game oh, okay. but also like kind of clearly about to like age out I of like, about, like Adam and Eve I was like no no what? no uh, no 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 um, different movie okay. uh, different story but, oh it's good yeah but it's this Broadway star um, who's again like the biggest shit on Broadway but like again like female stardom has like 
for for almost all female actors has like an expiration date on. Of course. Like you yeah. like just Hollywood only and or Broadway or Vegas yeah. only lets you get so old. Yeah, yeah, if you're, you're a kinda, female, yeah. Yeah, well, before you're tossed out to the garbage. Yeah. Shop. Like there are a handful of actors like Meryl Streep who kind of kept to get to keep doing their thing, but for Yeah, the, but they're the exception not the rule. And yes. also what does everyone say about Meryl Streep? Still would. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Like, like, like they're somehow special for like exactly. making that exception for her. Like, exactly. Isn't, yeah. isn't that nice of me to bestow yeah. my sexual attraction yeah, exactly. on you, despite yeah. the fact that you're old and yeah, yeah, and not, yeah. Not you're, you're you're desirable with an asterisk. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Me, a we're, fat loser, would would, dis- would despite, deign to fuck you, despite your incredible talent. The yes. thing that still counts is that yeah, it'd still fuck you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is, God, that is so true, man. But, but anyway, it, it's it's this movie where there's you know an, an aging Broadway star. Well, this, you know, younger ingenue who's brought in as her understudy, and she's, like, also clearly, you know, very talented, and it's this sort of, like, power dynamic between them where, you know, they, they, they sort of respect each other's talent, but also hate each other because there, there can only be one of them. Yeah. You know, there's only space in the society for one person at the top. Exactly. Yeah. And, no, no, and, 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 and you're right, and I don't know why you reference a movie that none of these people have seen, right, other than it's you. A good movie. Just it's to be movie. able to say that you've seen it, I know what you're doing, Gifford, God damn it! Okay, well, well this, we're going to have to edit a lot in this one. What's it called? You don't know that we're going to have to edit a lot in it. Uh, you've already locked it. Anyway, what's it called? Who is that? Uh, that's George Costanza. Oh, is it actually? Yeah, he's my little login icon. Oh, he's so cool. Yeah, he's the best. Okay, 147 roughly. Okay. Yeah, we're fine. Okay. Yeah, but anyway, but... No, By no, our standards, we're, this is this is a tight one so far. This is actually insane. Yeah. How, yeah, how tight this has been. Considering that we literally started it talking about sports. What's it called? But I guess it's kind of what we always do. But anyway, no, but but so... Yeah, no, We're I talking mean, about Verhoeven, though. It's, it's impossible yeah. not to be passionate. Exactly, yeah, no, and we put a lot of passion into this, yeah. I'm going to say. No, but so, but so, basically, I mean, like, that's the thing, is that, like, 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 the plot is basically, like, she moves her way through these ranks, right? She seduces uh, Kyle McLaughlin. She, she fucks her way to the top. Yeah, yeah, she fucks her way to the top. She fucks her way to the top. And because then, that's, what, that's what she has yeah, to do. She fucks that her is the, the avenue yes. available to her. Yes, and then and then and then when she has fucked her way as far as she can, right? Because Kyle McLaughlin at a certain point, like, isn't like 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 Crystal is such a huge name that like I mean Crystal gets lawyers involved in everything, right? To basically mm-hmm. block her right from being her understudy and everything, right? She pushes Crystal down a flight of stairs, yeah. breaks her whatever the hell, right? And then Crystal's out for a year. Right, and then so Kyle basically says, "Well, let's take. Right, we're in Vegas. Let's gamble." Right, puts her in. Right, and she does goddess. It's huge. Right, right. She's where she's wanted to be. And they literally recreate the begin. One of the early scenes. One of the first scenes in the movie. Well, not one of the first scenes. Right, right. But But is is Crystal being introduced to the like the Vegas press? Yes. Here's here's the new big thing. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, she doesn't see. It doesn't seem like exactly she's totally new, but like. You know, they're doing a new publicity push for her because yeah. she's now the goddess. Yeah. Like, it's, like, yeah. they're really kind of, again, that's one of the moments where they're really telegraphing what this movie is about. The show is called Goddess. Yes, like, exactly. It, this is about a movie a, a movie about people trying to ascend to Mount Olympus. Exactly, yes, yes, yes. And people holding up this person saying, this is our goddess, right? Yeah. But but it is a almost shot-for-shot shot recreation of that scene earlier in the movie with Where they Crystal. just replace uh, Crystal with Nomi. Nomi, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a subplot in here where there is this guy that sees Nomi, right? Right, 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 that sees Nomi dancing and then realizes she has this raw talent and that she mm-hmm. actually is, like, like, like a technically, right, and, and spiritually, like a talented dancer, right. right? That she actually could be really and truly something, right? That she doesn't just have to basically sell sex, right? That she doesn't just have to, like, like, like sell her body in terms of its, 
appearance that well, she actually can move and she's... Well, I think it's... Well, well how do you... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, it is still she's going to sell her body and her appearance, but it's in a more... It's, it's but in, in a more refined setting. Yes. Now, she's not just a strip... Like, again, like the goddess show, they're all naked. Yeah, like, yeah, It's yeah. still a boobs show. Yeah. It's just got this patina of respectability on it, it, it because it's got money behind it. Exactly. There's exactly. production value. You know, yeah. They're on a big stage. Yeah. You know, she's... Yeah. It's, you know, the Crystal, I think, is aware of the point. Like, yeah, I'm I'm also just kind of a stripper, but I'm yeah. a stripper with money and power. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. respectability. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm actually, you know, at least the point of this is to put on a show, right? Right. Versus, you know, yeah, you are just you you've taken the show out of it, right? Yeah. There is no show with stripping. You, you are yeah. just, you know, and I know that there can be. Like, yeah, I've seen like 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 world class like, She's like not, pole dancing. Yeah, Nomi is not doing burlesque. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she is, is shaking her ass and titties. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, and trying to get guys to come. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, Again, and, like, does that about as well as you could do? Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. like, still, like, it's very explicit. Yeah. Whereas in Goddess, yeah. it's a little more sublimated. Yeah. No, and they have this guy who basically like says like, I wrote an entire show for you. Like, you could do this. But and that's the thing. The the the, the, the one of the themes of this movie is that uh, there are no good people except for Molly. Right. And, 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 and this guy, you know, he's just as much of a scumbag as anyone else, Zach, basically. Yeah, mean. Zach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, he's... Oh, he's... No, 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 no. That's like, James. Oh, James. Yeah, James. The, her, like, love... Her other love interest, who's, like... He's he's also doing these, like... Again, like, he does... He's, he's a choreographer who does these, like... Again, like, more artsy dance yeah. routines, but they're also still, like, titty shows. Yeah, exactly, But there's, yeah. again, there's, like, a patina of, like, outsider yeah. art to them. Yeah, exactly, yeah. But that's the thing, is that, like, nothing in this world, in, in, in it can be anything other, right, in this world of dance, right, as it's currently constructed in this movie. Yeah. It's basically anything. James, James wants Nomi for the show because he wants to fuck Nomi. Yes, exactly, yeah, yeah. So he writes And he's, whole... he's offering her this show yeah. as, like, I will, I will give you this, like, again, like, more respectable art form where you're still kind of doing the same thing if you fuck me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when and when when she can't fuck him because, as she says, I'm on my period. To which he responds, I have towels. Right. Yeah. Which, what a scene. Yeah. What a what a what a, what a honestly an all time line. What yeah. a great line. What's it called? When she when, won't fuck him, he he just finds another girl. Who yeah. Will. Yeah. Who is not as good a dancer? Like clearly, right. like, yeah, like, yeah. like who, who is from the same strip club that Nomi quit, right? And what ends up happening there is, you know, right, he ends up, right, he puts on a show, it's bad, everyone boos him off stage, it's a show you wrote for Nomi, she ends up getting pregnant, right, he's gonna go work in a grocery store, right, power, right, <laughs> and then, right, power to your brother, right, hopefully it's a union shop, right, what's it called, but anyway, right, but then, and then at the end of the, right, and then he's just kind of like, what does he say to this thing where he's like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna get a normal-ass job and have a family, yeah. it's just, shit happens, right, yeah. and it's like, I don't know, bro. It seems like all of this, this entire world is psychotic, and it sounds like you're actually, like, kind of getting not a terrible deal, I guess. I don't know. Maybe it is, though. Who knows? But, I mean, but the thing is, he, he also had this dream of, like, how to be someone, exactly. and that has been closed off from Yeah, him. that has been closed off, and now he's not going to be someone. He's just going to be, hey, do you want paper or plastic, right? Right. Which is someone who literally has to ask people that. Like, I know it's not that bad. Right. Right? But, like, but like that's the thing. When you're so but caught Because up, this, this movie also... I've also never wanted anything. Right, but this this movie, I mean, the the ending of it is it makes clear getting to the top of the pyramid is not worth it. Yes, no. like the compromises you have to make, it, like fully accept, like this is uh, unlike Johnny Rico, she cannot 
like internalize yeah. the the values of the system. Yeah. Ultimately, she gets to this point where she's Nomi is asked to make a compromise that she cannot make. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 So, so we won't give it away because you need to watch this movie. <laughs> I'm gonna say right now, this is a movie you should see. It's on HBO Max. I don't know what else it is. Like this is a movie. Yeah. Look, pay four bucks and rent it. It's it's on HBO Max. It's on HBO Max. If you don't have HBO Max, honestly. Fucking hit me up. I will Venmo e- you $4. Even more uncomfortable than Starship Troopers. Yes. But yes. By like, I honestly, until we started talking, wasn't sure how I felt about this movie. Yeah. Because it's so fucking uncomfortable. And it is like, it again, it plays it like totally straight. Yes. Like, it's... As only for Hoven Cat. Yeah, it's not like, like, much like Starship Troopers, like, the acting is weird. You know, everything is like is absurd. Like, it is a movie that plays everything up to absurdity. Yeah. To the point where you, like, it, you can almost be like, is this bad? Yeah. Like, is this is this shitty? But it, I think there is real intentionality behind it. And, like, talking about it with you, I'm like, okay, there's really a lot going on in this movie. Yeah. Like, I didn't enjoy watching this movie, but it is, it is like... Yeah. Talking with it now, it fits perfectly with Verhoeven's yeah, exactly. filmography. Yeah, no, no and, and that's the thing, is that, like, and, and I think that it was really informative for me having... Because watching this first and then watching Starship Troopers, it really is... I mean, you cannot give enough credit to Paul Verhoeven because he literally just made the exact same movie just with two different, like, kind of basically... Two different societies. Yeah, two different societies, yeah. That, yeah. that, ha- that share yeah. a lot of the same yeah. values. Yeah, and I think that it's almost impossible to talk about this movie without talking about how hated it was. Yeah. This is one of the most hated movies ever made. It, it, it won, like... I think it swept the Razzies, which, fuck the Razzies. <laughs> I'll say, fuck you. And has not gotten as much critical reappraisal as Starship Troopers. Yeah, some. Some. Yeah, there is, there is a, like, vocal contingent that is like, yeah, this is, you know, like all of his yeah. other movies, is a great satire. Yeah. When I watched... Honestly, after watching this movie, I had the feeling of, like, after I had watched, like... I've watched some, like, great movies in my time that were, like... That I know were, like good and were supposed to be good and I watched and I was like that I honestly thought that was good and I felt like I had accomplished something that's how I felt after this I watched this entire movie and I was like that was a great movie that is a fantastic movie I love this movie and and that's the thing is that like I think that it suffers from the same thing that Starship Troopers suffered from is being released in this era where it's like no everything's good man Right, things are good. Right, these are Clinton years, baby. I don't think this this would have been a successful movie in any time, just no. because it's again, it's too uncomfortable, it's yeah. too disconcerting, and I, I also do think one thing that that does make it even more difficult to watch than than Verhoeven's other movies is it is set in the real world. Yeah, like it is set in contemporary Las Vegas. Yeah, which is again, it is it is parodying that environment, but Vegas is tough to parody. Because it is almost already a parody of itself. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. almost trying to parody Trump. Yeah. Like, you almost can't. You just, you just, yeah, just, you just show it. it up there. Yeah. yeah, and that's basically what Verhoeven did. I mean, so I watched this um, Q&A, him and, um, oh my, Gina Gershon did. Yeah, who uh, plays... With, with, uh, with the Lincoln Theater, yeah. Who plays Crystal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and and, and it was also in Red Heat. Oh, she was in Red Heat. Yeah. Oh, shit. Also Jewish. She was the one uh, woman with a name yeah. in Red Heat. She was. Yeah. Also Jewish. And so is, fun fact, Elizabeth Berkley. Okay, there you yeah. go. All I'm saying is we're the hottest people, right? And that's why everyone hates us. But anyway, <laughs> I said that to you the other day, and you did not react to it, and I was very upset. <laughs> so I said it to get a reaction. But anyway, no, but uh, but 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 no, but but uh, Verhoeven talked about like this was uh, to this point his most researched movie. Him and uh, him and Joe Asteris, who was the guy that wrote it, right? Yeah. Who is? I mean. I think this is a, 
Joe Esterhaz, I think is how you pronounce his name. Who knows? Like, He's Hungarian, yeah. Yeah, but he makes movies like this, and I, I... You know what his background is? What's his background? So he's Hungarian, like from Hungary though, right? Mm-hmm. He's running, you know, Josef, right? Or I yeah. don't know, they say they're Jays there, right? But uh, grew up there during the war mm-hmm. and found out later in life that his father actually collaborated. Okay. What's it called? With the, uh, who are they? Are they the Aerocross there? I don't know. Yeah, whatever they are there, right? Yeah. and They're and, a fascist group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're a fascist group. Yeah, yeah. And with the Germans. And he actually cut off all contact with his father after that and didn't even and not reconciling uh right uh um you know until you know his father died like he didn't even go see his father when he was dying completely cut him off let's say you have two men here who literally grew up under fascism and like understand fascism like deeply like i mean it affected their families you know what i mean it affected their lives i mean and and what are the and this is how they're like yeah this is america this was his most he said his most researched movie him and joe spent a year researching this movie he said a lot of the stories right a lot of the scenes in this movie are actually just things that actually happened in vegas these were stories they were told yeah he said they interviewed like 40 or 50 people right people of all different types in vegas right dancers people that work you know like costumes like people that worked all over Mm -hmm. vegas in various roles and these are the stories that they told and they put it together into a a screenplay and then a movie right right i mean you know and took some creative license but this is a, a, an incredibly accurate portrayal of of, of Vegas, right? right? At least at the time that, uh, that that they were writing, right? Right, and 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 that's what I think is, and I think you're right. That said, like this wouldn't have worked if this had been in the Starship Troopers uh, universe, right? This it it doesn't need to be. Exactly. Yeah. It's this is just actually how it is. Yeah. And I think that that's. I think there are a lot of people that weren't willing to accept that this is real life. This is how it is. That, that, that the dazzle and the and the choreography and all this stuff that 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 that, that the ideology or the propaganda mm. that you are that, that you are fed it's not true well also I mean I don't think it's just that I think it's well, also all the sex stuff an American is a yes, puritanical but, society but I think part of what it is is Verhoeven makes good movies that look like bad movies yes exactly. again like he's he doesn't put like a sheen of respectability on his movies no this again, it's a movie that's kind of like awkwardly acted and like the the writing is like again like played up to the point of absurdity. Like it it could be very mi- easily mistaken for what it is parodying. Yeah. So it which I think is is a tough pill for a lot of people. Like it's not like I know I am certain cuz you could watch this movie and just jerk off to it. You could you could also just watch this movie and laugh at it like yeah. as a bad movie. Yeah, which makes me so mad. Yeah, that people do this to this movie. Yeah, but I think, I mean, I I am guilty of this. Like sometimes you don't know something is good until someone t- tells you it's good. Yeah, of course. Like it's tough to go out on a limb and be like, I really like Showgirls. Yeah. Like yeah. it's 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 yeah. hard. Like it's hard to even know that's an option available to yeah. you. Like it's easy to be a follower. It's easy. Like it's easy to like look at like. I know you have. Which I'm using this as an example. I know you have a feeling about it. It's easy to look at like Citizen Kane and be like, yeah, that's a good movie. Everyone yeah. says it's a good movie. Yeah. You watch it with the expectation it's a good movie. Yeah. If you don't walk into a movie with the, if you walk into a movie with the expectation this is something to be laughed at, you'll laugh at it. Yeah. But I think if you think about these movies, you know, if you pay attention and think about them, like there is a lot going on. Here. Yeah. yeah. And like the absurdity of it and like even the awkwardness of it is intentional. Yeah. Yeah. No, and that's the thing. I walked into this movie knowing that a lot of people hated this movie, but not knowing why. Yeah. Right. And that's the thing. Like, like I. Because I, I said something to Jackie about, like, oh, I'm watching this movie, right? And, like, do you want to watch it with me? And she was like, yeah, I don't know, right? And one of the things she said, she's like, I know all the reasons I'm supposed to hate it, right? 
And I remember thinking before I watched it, I was like, I don't know any of the reasons I'm supposed right. to hate it. Right? I think I, it must have something to do with sex, I guess, but yeah. I don't know. And that's the thing, is that I was like, I mean, like, I watched it, and I was just kind of like, and I was just kind of like, 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 getting to watch it, because, like, for instance, the reason I didn't like Citizen Kane is because uh, a teacher that I did not like, right, <laughs> sat us down, right, in a journalism class, sat us down and said, we're going to watch Citizen Kane. It's a great movie about journalism, and this is one of the best movies of all time, and she was saying it. Right? And right. I did not like her. Right. So so when she made us watch this movie like in class, and then it's immediately I'm a teenager, right? And it's in black and white, right? And it's old, and it's on like a fucking TV screen that we're all thirty of us are having to watch and a guy you know what I mean, right? Like I'm like, this sucks. Yeah. Like and so that's the thing, is that like I think like so much of movies is being primed and I think like that's why like I think we're gonna go through this not saying what is the big dramatic thing that happens at the end. Yeah. And I think that that's for the best. Because I think people, I think you should watch this movie. Yeah. Like, I think you should absolutely watch this movie. Who the fuck cares what anyone says about it? You can have whatever fucking opinion you want. No one's going to make you have any opinion. No one's going to cancel you. You're fine. Just watch the movie, folks. It's really fucking good. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get behind that. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's... And fuck all you people that are having, like, the room-style fucking like exhibitions of this movie and laughing at it you are my enemy i will attack you you all have addresses and i will find them and i will come in the middle of the night quarantine or not okay okay cutting you off there yeah okay yeah you let me go way too close to the edge yeah, of these no. you need to raid it you need to interrupt me you can you need to i'm not your babysitter i don't yes, like being you put are. in that position what are you talking about you're not my babysitter yes you are okay i don't like that i need a bottle <laughs> jesus christ so uncomfortable all right, so <laughs> I wish more than anything, everyone could have seen your face when I said that. <laughs> it was the best thing. Oh my god! Oh yes! Woo! Oh, I feel like Kyle MacLachlan at the end of that strip club scene right now. <laughs> oh my god! So you're making it worse. All right. Well, oh, that is that is our Verhoeven fest. I think we're gonna move on to the rest of the show. Oh man. So, what have I been watching? I only got I got one movie for you this week. Okay. Um, it's the Stuntman from 1980. Um, it oh, I think is, I've heard of that. Yeah, it's it was a movie that Who's like in it? Uh, um, Peter O'Toole is the big guy. Oh, yeah, okay. um, so the it's, dancing guy, the dan- the guy from Lawrence of Arabia. Who's the dancing guy? I don't know. He was in like. Uh, uh, You're gonna have to give me more information. Twenty thousand leagues under the sea. James Mason. You tell, you talk. I'm gonna figure it out. Okay. So I, yeah, I I have no idea what you're. Yeah, I'm lost. But uh, I am surprised that you've heard of it because it it like was not a big movie at all. I might I might just be thinking about stuntmen in general. That might have been also a video (laughs) game. Okay. Hold on. But uh, it it got like it got no attention at the time. Like Peter O'Toole joked that like it didn't get released. It escaped. Um, but like it's sort of become a cult film uh, in the years since. It's about this like uh, like Vietnam vet drifter who is like on the run from the cops and just kind of wanders into this like big budget like prestige war movie film shoot. Uh, I don't know who I was thinking of. Okay, with uh, Peter O'Toole playing a director, just doing a a total like impression of David Lean, who directed Lawrence of Arabia. Um, but it's this weird mix of like um, it's got like the like. 70s new hollywood grit and like you know social commentary uh what are you laughing at so i didn't i've never actually i was thinking of the video game this was a 2002 video game that i had 
On the <laughs> PS2, yeah. So, no, I have not seen this movie. I was thinking of the video game. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's got, it, like, feels like a 70s movie and an 80s movie at the same time. Because mm. it does have this, like, again, like, auteur, like, New Hollywood, like, gritty sheen to it. But it's also, like, an, like a, like a big budget. Peter Tool. Yeah, yeah. But it's also got, like, a big budget action comedy feel to it at the same yeah. time. So, it really feels like it's straddling two generations. Like, there are, like... You know, so the, this dude who's not a stuntman just gets roped into being a stuntman to, like, hide from the cops. Yeah. And, like, so a lot of the movie is, like, given, to, like, these sequences of him having no idea what to do, but, like, being thrust into these, like, massive, like, really dangerous stunts where he's, like, jumping between roofs and shit. Like Thank God. It does have this, like, like the, the action scenes in it have this, like, almost, like, Looney Tunes feel to them, which is yeah. a, a term that we've abused a lot here, but, like, really applies. Yeah. Like, yeah. But it's just this really fun, really, like, it's really well-written. Like, it's a, it's a movie that, like, screenwriters love. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a movie that directors love because Peter O'Toole is, like, again, playing a director who, like, is kind of shot like he's God. Yeah. Like, he, um, like, he, he like, it's constantly... <laughs> He's, he's constantly in this, like, big, like, director's chair that's, like, attached to a crane. So he'll just, like, <laughs> float down from, like, the top of a... Like, into the screen from the top, like, just, like, announcing things like the voice of God. Like, it's... That could be you if you would take out my screenplay. <laughs> so it's... It's it's so fun. It's so smart. It's so funny. Like, it's it's hard to describe, but it's really... It's it's a great use of two hours. It's All right. Man. Check it out. It, what's it on? Uh, I got it on Netflix's DVD service. God damn. That's... Yeah. That's such a pin move that you do. Which I was thinking about. Do you? I don't know if you would have been paying attention to this at the time, but you know, this was something that happened while I was in film school, and it's like paying attention a lot to like film Twitter and stuff. But like when Netflix initially back in like 2011, like first got into streaming, they like like tried to like separate their DVD service. They're like, we're we're pivoting like entirely to streaming. That's going to be our thing. So we're gonna like we're gonna like make the DVD service a separate subscription like they, they tried to do this once like first the first time they tried to do this like there was like actual like uproar because people were legitimately like okay your streaming selection sucks your DVD selection is way better please keep that like that's the only way to find movies yeah and so people were legitimately pissed about it but they and, and they did this like at least people who like you know worked on film yeah. Twitter were pissed yeah. about it yeah no yeah, yeah people there wasn't were, yeah. like massive public yeah. outcry but like <laughs> film nerds were pissed yeah. about it and they yeah. They did this, like, totally botched rollout where they, like, they were like, okay, so we're going to have this separate company that does the disc, disc service, and we're going to call it uh, Quickster, um, spelled Q-W-I-K-S-T-E-R, um, which... What? Just such a stupid name, and the, the best part of it was they did not, uh, before they announced this, they did not manage to, they didn't check to see if the Twitter handle for Quickster was available. And so there was actually this dude who had the Twitter handle Quickster, whose uh, avatar was Elmo smoking weed, <laughs> and just the yabak is gone. But oh, he immediately started tweeting like, "I will give you this Twitter handle for one hundred thousand dollars," <laughs> and t- changed his Twitter avatar to Elmo smoking weed in front of the Quickster logo, which was just the, like the in the Netflix font. It just said yeah. Quickster. Yeah. And so he just kept tweeting like, it, with the again the logo of Elmo smoking weed in front of their logo just give me one hundred thousand dollars for this <laughs> for this twitter handle and like so it was such a flop they like backed off of it and then i guess i don't i don't even know how it worked out i, I guess they just waited a couple of years for everyone to get used to streaming being the thing yeah and then they just ended up changing it anyway like it's 
Yeah. You know, have to have like a separate subscription to DVD.com. Yeah. Um, like everyone just stopped caring. But yeah. like it was, there was this, this, just this brief beautiful moment of this, of this, this stoner named Quickster just like demanding a hundred thousand dollars. It was like, you ever hear about, um, uh, so the, the, uh, web domain, uh, Nissan.com. Yes. Yeah. Is, yes. O- is owned by like an Israeli photographer whose name is like Ali Nissan or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. Who, yeah. Who fought a protracted, like. I think, like, decade-long, like, court battle mm-hmm. where they were, like, Nissan was trying to, like, essentially force him to give up the domain name yeah. Nissan.com. Yeah. He was like, no, it's my name. It's Fuck yeah, you. Yeah, and he won. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. won. Which he absolutely should have yeah. because, yeah, like, that, yeah. No, it's uh, it's uh, it's also a month in the in the Jewish calendar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but no, no, that's, that's so... Yeah, because what are they? Because they're NissanMotors.com, right? It's, yeah, it's like Nissan Automotive or something. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Which is... God, that's so... You, you love to see the companies get owned. Yeah. It's it doesn't honestly, happen often, but what it does, it's such it's a beautiful so thing. It's so beautiful. Well, and, and also, I feel like it happens a lot more with, like, startups, because yeah. there's such... Because, like, startups are literally just cocaine ideas done by guys that do ayahuasca instead of cocaine. But As, and, as someone who used to work for a startup, yes. Yes. I, oh, okay. yeah, no, no. I, I had this realization the other day where I was like, oh, I worked for a startup, too. Was the beanbag place? The beanbag place was a startup. Yeah. I... Oh, I totally forgot that it was a start it was also uh it was also like an israeli company that they explicitly told us in training do not bring that up. <laughs> do not bring that up we which don't was, we don't want to touch that particular rail right which was so funny yeah. and, and and there were so many times that i thought of bringing it up <laughs> so just so many times that i just like i'm just like i'm gonna bring this up right now every yeah. time they made me mad here is your non-bds compliant exactly. bag chair yeah yeah have a nice day just be like oh here yeah what's it called? we call this one the settler special <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I was about to say bad joke. Anyway, what's it called? Not going to say that one. Moving on. I'll tell you off mic. All right. What's it called? What uh, have you been watching? What's it called? Looney Tunes. Looney Tunes. Looney Tunes. Okay. Looney Tunes. Cool. Looney Tunes. And then one movie that I watched last night, which is on the Criterion Collection. Oh. And I actually used your subscription, and it is going to be your movie for this next week. Okay. But this week, I go first, because we're trading off. That's right. So I am going to assign you, and you're, you're probably, I tried to find this. It's available on Hulu, but only if you have, like, a bonus subscription. So you're probably going to have to rent it. If need be, I will Venmo you four bucks. I'm, I'm, I will be okay. And I don't know if you've seen it, but I don't care. No. You're getting the movie Pop Star Never Stop Never Stopping with Andy Samberg. I've, I've actually never seen that. Okay. Is that the one that he did? It's like Andy Samberg playing Justin Bieber, basically. Okay, I remember the rollout for that. I remember being like, damn, it sucks that I don't get to see movies anymore because I have kids. <laughs> yeah. And I and, and, they're, and it is... Twenty dollars to go to the movies yeah, now. Yeah. Yes. Oh well. For but, one person. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That was, for to bring my family to the movies, I will have to drop a hundred dollars. Yes. No. No. Literally, the last movie I saw in the theater was actually no with Jackie right before uh, COVID happened, and and, and it was uh, what was that? There was the Harley Quinn movie, and we had to walk out because I'll tell you why. And, but, <laughs> but, but 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 she was like, we were leaving, and I was like, okay. We are. Yeah. And then the only one before that, right? But so that was like a date, right? Yeah. So, you know, it was like... We saw Joker together. We saw Joker together because Keegan paid for us. Yeah. Which is... Keegan was just that desperate to see yeah. Joker. Yes, exactly. Yes, yes, yes. And he literally paid for a, a bunch of his friends to see Joker. Right? Because... And, and of course he loved it because we yeah. love him. Yeah, absolutely. That is... Which is so funny because I feel like Keegan is the one of our friends that would never be Jokerified. <laughs> you could never Jokerify Keegan. 
I don't even know what you mean. Like, like, but like, I like, like, I like the sentence. I yeah, like the yeah. way it sounds. You, yeah, no, no, but you know what I mean? Like, no, like, 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 like something so horrible kind of happening that you become like the Joker. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, that could, you could never break. Keegan. You could never break. Keegan. He is. He's been to some low spots and Keegan, came out just fine. Honestly, if Keegan's anyone, Keegan's Batman. <laughs> if he's anyone. No, he he. Batman would never be homeless. Batman would never be. That's actually Batman awesome. will never live in a camper in someone's driveway heating up hot pockets on a space heater. But Batman would never bury weed in a in a in a backyard <laughs> and then try to dig it up in the middle of the night. <laughs> like a dog who can't remember where he put a bone. Hole after hole, trying to find. I think I think you can't Jokerify Keegan because he's already Jokerified. He's already the Joker, baby. <laughs> you keep losing the yamaka. It's such a funny image because it was the middle of the night and he's <laughs> digging, trying to find meat. Like someone looking for treasure. <laughs> Oh my like Steve Buscemi at the end of Fargo. Frankenstein. <laughs> 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 Closing his eyes and shooting a gun. God, that's, he. That's it, one of those stories that I just know I'm gonna have in my back pocket for the rest of my it's, life. It's it's honestly one of the greatest gifts you've ever given yeah. me, and you literally drove that and verbally assaulting the House Majority Leader. I got yes. those two. Yes, yeah. yes, you got. God, that's great. Yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, no, but. Oh, man. Well, so that brings you to what I was watching and what you're going to watch. Shogun Assassin. Shogun Assassin. Okay. Shogun Assassin is on the Criterion Collection. It is, uh, so it is a mashup of uh, uh, Lone Wolf and Cub. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a mashup of two movies, Sword of Vengeance and um, Baby Card at the River Styx, uh, which uh, I tried to watch both of those Mm -hmm. uh, uh, last night um, uh, just on their own. Yeah. And I was just like... This isn't hitting the right way. And then I like looked it up and like, oh, Shogun Assassin's on Criteria. And then we just watched that. And I watched it, right? Uh, the difference being, those two movies, uh, you're going to get them on uh, HBO Max, right? Mm-hmm. They are not dubbed, right? And they are just full-length, just samurai movies. Shogun Assassin is the beautiful thing that every once in a while, America does a good thing. And, 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 and America, they watch these movies and they're like, these are great. Americans aren't going to like these. So we're going to splice them together, and it's basically just all the fighting scenes <laughs> spliced together with the best dub job I have ever seen in my life. I like that this is your idea of highbrow. This is, no, I mean, this, I'm legitimately hey, excited to watch this movie, but hey, I still like that that's what you're bringing to this. It's on the Criterion Collection, released by Janus Films. Uh, I think that checks the box. Yeah. That is technically a highbrow so film. Your, your highbrow movies have been Gentleman's Agreement, which, yeah, Elliot Kazan movie. Yeah. yeah best Picture winner. Yeah. And then Showgirls and Shogun Assassin. Yeah, all highbrow movies. <laughs> yeah, those are I, I listen for me. That's what you're getting. Yeah, that no, is fair. My version. I've picked, like, and I feel like I am. I feel like I could be on film Twitter now. <laughs> Did I tell you actually, real quick before we wrap up? Um, I remember when I first got on Twitter, I kept hearing about Black Twitter, uh-huh. so I just kept trying to find the website Black Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Just redirecting me to Twitter, and I got be like, "No, not Twitter. I want Black Twitter." You thought twi- Twitter was segregated? I thought I thought that black people made their own website called Black Twitter. So I kept trying to find. I kept like literally over and over again. It just kept redirecting me to Twitter. I kept saying, "No, Black Twitter." <laughs> All right. I don't think we're going to top that. That's, so 
Oh my god. So anyway, join us next time for uh, Shogun Assassin and Pop Star Never Stop Never Stopping. Again, blessed combination. Blessed combination. Oh. All right, goodbye. You all have addresses. Yeah, you did it. I did it before you could stop it. I can edit. Here we explored the failure of democracy, how the social scientists brought our world to the brink of chaos. We talked about the veterans, how they took control and imposed the stability that has lasted for generations since. You know these facts, but have I taught you anything of value this year? Hmm? You, why are only citizens allowed to vote? It's a reward, what the Federation gives you for doing federal service. No. Something given has no value. But when you vote, you are exercising political authority. You're using force. And force, my friends, is violence. The supreme authority from which all other authority is derived. Uh, my mother always said violence never solves anything. Really? I wonder what the city fathers of Hiroshima would say about that. You. They probably wouldn't say anything. Hiroshima was destroyed. Correct. Naked force has resolved more issues throughout history than any other factor. The contrary opinion, that violence never solves anything, is wishful thinking at its worst. People who forget that always pay. Rico, what's the moral difference, if any, between a civilian and a citizen? A citizen accepts personal responsibility for the safety of the body politic, defending it with his life. A civilian does not. The exact words of the text. Do you understand it? Do you believe it? I don't know. Of course you don't. I doubt anyone here would recognize civic virtue if it reached up and bit you in the ass. Too early for Dr. Pepper.